So. Yeah, because editing is so goddamn easy. You know, it's well, like a magic thing. It doesn't. It's not like I sit here covered in sweat, pouring my heart and soul into editing these fucking podcasts for it's, you. It's not my fault. Like you're, you're down south where it's fucking eight thousand degrees out. I just think you guys are being really fake right now. No, <laughs> we're not. I don't <laughs> know we, how to be haven't fake. Haven't you heard us? I didn't know. The, I this am, is exactly the same shit. All of me is real. I am 100% real. I have no fake limbs, nothing. I am 100% real man. I'm all man, baby! Yeah, you're there. like 90%. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Close enough. How much of this stuff do I pour in, Kevin? To say I'll tell when. You when. Say when. That's well, good. Depends. Pretty. That's why that's it's purple. Good. You are depends you are how pouring, sweet you like it. You are by choice pouring purple, whatever the fuck, into your drink. Well, Kevin has this like hope you like tasty the taste drink. of perfume. Okay, uh, all right. Which was one of my recommended topics. Oh, you brought topics. Thank you for actually contributing this time around. What do you think? think Did you just ruin like a it. glass of prosecco? No, no, it's good. It's tasty. Ah, like uh, hold on a second. Very no much what? Before we get into what everybody's drinking, first of all, let me uh, welcome everybody to the new episode. Uh, this should be technically episode 10, but because we're so bad at planning, this is going to be what? Episode 9.5? 9.1? Yeah, I think like, no, 9.5. Uh, I mean... 9.5? Yeah, okay. I don't know if another one's happening before 10. That well, we be... wanted to do something special for episode 10, but it, we've little, it's been, what, a month? And we haven't put shit together. Oh, so you poured a, poured a whole bunch more in there than I did. Okay, all right. Hmm. So anyway, so really quick, yeah, so we'll just say this is episode 9.5 or whatever, and as usual, we're going to start, like, really quick uh, going around the, uh, the table, and by the way, this time it is a table, because actually all three of us are in the same place. We are all sitting here facing each other. You got Skippy to Jerry to Kevin within arm reach of each other, so there's going to be touching. It's going to be a little bit light touching, okay? Yeah, all right, nice. so we're going to start okay, first I have of all. HR on speed dial. Sweet. Kevin, what are you drinking this week? Actually, I am HR. I'm drinking grocery store Prosecco with a splash of creme de violette. Okay. For those of us who are not classy, and Lord knows I've drank some really classy things on this podcast, what is creme de violette? A made-up word that you don't know how to pronounce. (laughs) Wow. Okay, good. All right. Is it... What is it? I'm trying to read the label. It's floral liqueur. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a liqueur of, of violet, which is an edible flower, but it's French. No, it's Austrian, and so it's pronounced. You know, creme de violet you can't because, make that kind. Of, you can't because I'm pretentious. You shouldn't confuse those two things. It's not like saying. It's not like when I drink wine, I'm like, I don't know, this wine is either from Jersey or Delaware. Well, I mean, it's a, those are Austrian France are two very different things. I imagine that the Austrians pronounce it creme de violette, although it sounds French to me, but violets are a very nice edible purple flower. Okay, and you mix it and with Prosecco, you said? I do. If you have to describe, I don't know what other people do. If you have to describe Probably the flavor. Probably really good on ice cream. Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we don't have any ice cream. It's floral. Damn. This is the worst meetup ever. Oh, we have suck. crappy purple liquor and no ice cream. All right, Jerry, what are you drinking? Uh, you know... Uh, I was kind of interested in what Kevin was drinking, so right now I'm drinking the same thing. You got what do you think of it? Wait, you got a glass full of purple shit? Yeah, I got a you know, glass oh, full of purple shit. I guess we're out of Sunny D. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, but I just finished uh, the the New Belgian Triple, which was very tasty, like like seconds ago. So you started with beer and moved on to liquor. I hope yes. you have okay, a strong so, stomach. Yeah, so you so you want to be bent over later. Quite a joke. Oh, I, I mean, is, like over the that, toilet. I'm sorry. Is that a promise? I mean, said willingly. Is that a promise? <laughs> I don't mean like for things that you need consent for. I mean, like over the toilet. Uh huh. 
Ew, man, it's going to be brown and purple. That's the same. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so this is already going great. Mm. So, uh, Kevin, you mentioned you have some uh, lists you want to talk Wait, about Wait, what today. are you drinking? Oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I am drinking a rusty nail, so I'm drinking the best thing today. For those who don't know what a rusty nail is, you're missing out. It is a combination of scotch and drambuie. And uh, drambuie is actually just really aged scotch. Is it aged scotch or aged whiskey? Uh, I believe it's it scotch. scotch. I think it's aged scotch that has uh, Heather. Let me Google that for you. Heather, honey. Whoa, whoa. We are a DuckDuckGo family. Okay? Do not bring that shit into this my house and fucking keep Google out of my house. This all right? is correct. Let's support that. I don't know what, you, what your family does, Kevin, but yeah. We value our privacy here, which is why I'm recording all this and then putting it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Drambuie, it's, it's, it's made in... Um, it's made Scotland. from scotch whiskey, honey, herbs, and spices. Heather honey. It has to be heather honey. I'm only saying Wait, that because Wait, isn't heather I, a flower too? I don't so know. So you're drinking a flowery drink also. Oh, okay. So this is healthy and organic. But it's not purple, so you know it's good for you. Uh-huh. Anyway, so Rusty Nail, highly recommend to anybody that actually has never tried it before. Uh, I think they're mm. tasty. I had some last night, and I'll probably have one later on too. Okay. All right. So after the break, we have a bunch of things to talk about. First of all, since we're constantly behind in entertainment things, actually, I want to start with Spider Verse because Kevin finally saw Spider Verse, and we've been trying to sell him on this for like ever as this incredibly beautiful work of art, best movie ever. I've seen it. I never doubted I it for a second. I just didn't get around to watching it for a while. Wait, okay. But, uh, now, I, I'm sorry uh, to interrupt, but uh, now it's been so long, I, I don't even remember the last episode. Had you even watched Spider-Verse the last episode? Because I don't think, I don't know if that you is did. an excellent, I don't know. Because you didn't see it in the theater. No, I did not. I did not go to theaters. Yes, I, I understand that. Because they smell saying. like popcorn and... We had our first date in a theater, so I'm, I'm kind of touched... Yes. That, uh, you, you did well, here's the thing. Yes. Yeah, so, yes, our friendship technically began in a, in the back of a theater, and since then, I can't, I can't yes. possibly replicate that that euphoric, I mean, you know, like experience. So, I don't go to theaters anymore because why bother? Even with your wife? No, my wife doesn't like movies in general. She she doesn't. It, she, I don't think she's even seen Spider Verse. Seriously, that's how behind she is. She's terrible. She watches like educational things, no, documentaries. I don't know. She's known for making bad decisions. Anyway, so Spider Verse. She married you. Yeah. Well, you know. So. Yeah. Well, we've all you know lost bets. So, <laughs> so, so Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, I know this is way behind. Like Spider Verse came out like last year or something like that. Yeah, last Christmas. Yes, so. but because I don't see, I don't like I said. Yes, I don't go. In, I don't go to theaters. I waited to see it on Netflix. I finally made Kevin watch it he, and he's still shaking look say I can touch him he's shaking uh-huh. they're shaking I, I'm calling HR right now oh my I thought you were HR I am that's how I can call them so fast very nice okay so here's here's what I'm saying what I checked just for shits and giggles how much money Spider-Man movies have made because I again I buy I think it I don't even think it's a contest I think Spider-Verse is by far and away the best it's the best Spider-Man movie hands down and hands absolutely and it is one of the best Marvel movies so mm-hmm. it really it really upsets me the fact that like even like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans or that horrible or those horrible Andrew uh, Garfield Andrew Garfield made like hundreds of millions of dollars some of them actually broke a billion dollars like the newer really? ones Spider-Verse yes they broke billions of dollars they made like something like five or six seven hundred million dollars domestically Spider-Verse made a hundred ninety million dollars in this country and only like 
barely not even like 300 million worldwide it's, it's still a hit but it's a it fraction has, of the other movies it's because it has that that animated stigma but here's it. the thing but then pixar basically puts out toy mm. story 75 with the same bullshit boring story I they make some money yeah pixar yeah yeah they're not yeah. doing too bad well they're all yeah now i don't know if it's the disney effect because pixar is owned by disney well everything is owned by disney but the is spider-verse owned by disney spider-verse is well it's weird technically spider-man is owned by sony which is why there's so much sony crap in that movie but they now have a partnership with marvel i don't know how that stuff breaks down but technically no this is kind of like a sony thing so was it like not marketed well it can't just be that it wasn't it didn't it wasn't a huge hit because it was animated. Animated movies are huge on a constant basis. Plus, this thing won the fucking Oscar for the best animated movie. For yeah. Year. Well, they didn't promote it. Is that it? No. I mean, Spider-Verse was, wasn't heavily promoted. I think it was promoted. I remember seeing uh, plenty It's promoted, of... but was it heavily promoted the way that Marvel movies are? Or yeah, Pixar movies? probably. No, no. Like, they get merchandise true. like when the movie's still being filmed. You yeah. Know, we have merch coming out. That's and I don't remember what else came out at that time. Like, maybe Box Office Mojo would, would know. But it, it feels, came out um, it during like Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. So yeah, I know yeah. Mortal Engines, which bombed. So that's really not a fact. Nobody went to see that. Uh, the Transformer movie was actually out, the last so... one didn't do too well either. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I don't know what else came out. I mean, I remember going to see Spider Verse because I had been waiting to see that for a while, yeah. and it was, I like honestly, it's it's just such a fucking good movie. I can watch it over and over and over again. I, yeah. I have. I don't think I can really say too much about it. I really think it's absolutely amazing from start to finish. So I, there's, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a travesty that more people have not seen this. But they are yeah. making a second one, so that's good. That's, oh, that's I can't I wait. I hope that's they great. do it as well as the first one. I yeah, mean, but now I'm it's nervous. Kind of it's like, hard. It's hard. How do you they, build they, on perfection? Yeah, they knocked it out of, <laughs> out of the ballpark. The first one. I don't know what's going to happen with the second one. But well, what was your favorite thing about? Spider-Verse, like... The visuals. Yeah, the I mean, don't get me wrong. It was really well written. Everything about it was great. The acting was great. The writing was great. The story was... Well, the story was all right. I mean, whatever. But, uh, like, in general, it was just... It flowed great. The pacing was great. Just... The music was awesome. Just everything about it. It had just the right balance of, like, emotion, humor, action, everything. Like, it didn't feel like it uh, sort of used anything as a crutch. And, yes, the animation, the art style, the color, just everything was so... So beautiful. Uh, I keep saying, like, literally, you can take that movie and freeze it at any point, like, pause it, and it looks like a work of art. It's, I, I enjoyed how they kind of integrated comic book aspects of it and, like, in certain spots, and it just added to the, the look and the feel. Oh, of like, it and yeah, everything. The framing, like, especially, yeah. like, the What's Up Danger when he jumps and yeah, he's like, yeah, that's the, the five or four or five frames and it was just yeah. it was, I don't know if you noticed but that scene where he you know he's sort of like sort of like that switch is flipped and he be- actually becomes Spider-Man yeah when he jumps off the build that really beautiful scene where he kind of jumps and it's like he's jumping into the city yeah I heard you both got goosebumps oh yeah yeah, yeah. like I still get emotional every time I watch that scene like just that everything like the, from the sound to the to the visual to just like when you hear like his uncle talking about it, just everything that scene is just Perfect. It's, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. I, I mean, we're all men here. I take it out and I touch myself. You know, oh, like uh, that scene. So that doesn't make you a man. That just makes you Jerry. You can just talk about it. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see if I could 
like get if you could take it out during thank that you scene, for not. and I just like really it, it was a phenomenal it. scene but I was just thinking the whole time like this is what makes them feel emotion like this is what it takes I was like well what do you expect men to feel emotion I don't understand but is it like children or happiness or like special family connection caterpillars no. yeah no it's a that was it's, the scene yeah that was the scene that's what does it okay, yeah now it's I know. no it's but it's everything it's like it was the an visuals, excellent scene I just didn't get the, goosebumps until the end it's just like the, the, like the music the yeah the music, music builds up you hear like quotes from like his dad and his uncle the music during that scene was phenomenal the and, music during that scene and really here's the thing I actually well think the character uh, Mora- what's his name Morales. Miles Morales Miles Morales He's. You actually don't realize it, or maybe you don't. I don't know. But you actually become very attached to him. He's very well developed. He's somebody you legitimately care about. He's like so an awkward he, kid. Yeah, when he fails or when he succeeds, you kind of feel that connection. You feel it's an. It literally, it's a cartoon character that you feel an emotional connection to. Hmm. Or maybe I did. I don't yeah. know. I felt the strongest emotional connection to Aunt May. What does that say about me? Oh, my God. No, no. Uh, you know what? Okay. Aunt well, May I, look, is kind of cool. She's cool. She's Just like, kind of cool? Yeah, you know, she's sitting there, like, sipping it, and she's like, what the fuck? She's only she's... cool because of Spider-Man, though. She hey, Excuse me? What? She's got she's what? her house, her hobbies, her books... <laughs> okay, wait, we're well, 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 she's cool she's for got, different reasons. Did you watch some weird director's cut? I did not see any of this. And, like, she lets her weird-ass nephew, like, build a, a, a hideout in her It's shed. not her nephew. She raised him as, like, her son, basically. Yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, credit well done to her. I mean, she did a phenomenal job. Sure, she couldn't keep her husband alive, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, but, I mean... <laughs> But 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 like no, she technically raised Spider-Man. Although technically he he kind of became on his own because he had to hide his identity from her that's for the true. longest time. Did so, you see the needlepoint that she had hanging up in the back? I mean, that's what on. I'm saying. Like she cool. She's, she's cool. Being, she has shit sarcastic. to do. Is she ever gonna do it? Wait, does Aunt Aunt May doesn't do needlepoint? <laughs> we don't know. They don't explore the character that much. As far as I know, she just goes for some reason into the Spider-Man cave, sits there with a cup of tea, and waits for Miles Morales to show up. Maybe she's because like, she's like, when he gets there, she's down there. She's like, took you long enough. She had no idea he was coming. Why was she down there drinking tea, all weird in the dark? She, no, she 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 did because know he she's was cultured. coming. She knew. Cultured? No. no. Wait, like wait, wait. If I go sit in a dark hole in the ground drinking tea, that makes me cultured. That makes me the Unabomber. Oh, she was just being a good host because she had all the spider people there. No, later, when he shows up to get a spider suit, right, all of them are out doing their shit. He finally, like, something clicks. He goes to pick up the spider suit, in right? Order, he goes yeah. into the shed. He goes down the elevator. Aunt May is sitting there sipping tea going, it took you long enough. Why the fuck is she down there drinking tea? I mean, I that's what I'd be doing. That's why I'm saying I felt the strongest connection to Aunt May. There's when about, would you not drink tea? I feel like there's now, a lot about you, Kevin, alcohol. that I don't know. <laughs> I just, I feel like there's there's, there's, there's a backstory to you that I want to learn more about, but I'm also kind of scared to know it. Well, it's very similar to Aunt May, or is it? Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start checking random holes in the neighborhood, see if you're drinking tea in them. <laughs> There's no under, under the shed with yeah. the bunnies, <laughs> drinking tea. I'm going to walk out in the middle of the night, and Kevin's going to be sitting in my backyard with tea. Took, Took you long, long enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still here? The podcast was over hours ago. Maybe that's just one of my hobbies. 
Well, maybe I'm going to call the cops. Anyway, so look, Ame is cool. I mean, I, I like her, but um, I don't even remember how we got on this topic. Um, I think you were trying to say something like she's in it. Maybe she, maybe they can do an Ame spinoff for you. Yeah. I would totally watch that. Really? I would. All right, you should Watch it. I would write it. I would live it. You, I, you do I might it. already. Just like, I might hey, what's up, needlepoint? <laughs> As Kevin, as Kevin jumps off the roof you of my house. <laughs> like, with needles. Two needles like... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you know like vulgar needlepoint is a huge thing right now. Right? I do wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, what is wait, vulgar needlepoint? Yeah, please explain this, what Kevin. What is vulgar needlepoint? I've never heard of this. What is is that vulgar? like your needlepointing like fuck you and, and stuff? or? or? Uh, that's like what the teenagers oh, do. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like there's like... I can't relate to teenagers. I'm also not it legally gets, allowed to be I near I mean, them. it gets a lot more risque than the F word, but yes, there's a lot of really... I can pull some up on Instagram right now. No, well, we won't be able to see points. it. Our, 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 one listen, our, our listener is going to be very confused. Well, but maybe yeah, we it's could describe, like... So, okay, she has her leg up here. No. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's what it is. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty okay. sure, yeah, there have been some, uh, like... Phenomenal genitalia needle points executed. I don't want to hear the words genitalia needle point in the same sentence. Snarky witticisms utilizing the best swear words on needle point. So I I could see Aunt May doing that Uh, kind of stuff. I mean, granny crafts are really hot. (laughs) Sorry, just that granny crafts are really hot. I mean, that could could be a needle point. Uh, Hold on. Is, is, I want to check Pornhub for that category. No, no, no. Go to Pornhub.com and check and, for and Granny sure Crafts. Yeah, probably. So, okay, I read an article. I, I was flipping through my uh, my um, Google News feed this morning because you like slept super late. And uh, there's in in I don't know in the UK somewhere there's this 65 year old dominatrix who charges men 150 dollars an hour to clean her house and she has them like dressed up in maid outfits and they're wearing like little piggy masks and she's like whipping them and being like you missed this spot and they're like well thank you mistress thank you and they're paying her money to clean her house you know your google news feed is kind of tied in algorithmically to your search history right well i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i think google does Oh, that's funny. Okay, so Kevin found a picture of one of these vulgar things, and it's a—it's not even that vulgar. Oh yeah, but it's yeah. a pic. Well, well, describe. So it's a picture of a clam, and it says "jam out with your clam out." Yeah, but that's like not even very nice. I, I've seen way more vulgar uh, varieties of that. You, I like just so once again. I am very curious about both of your search <laughs> histories, but at the same time, also terrified. No, it just kind of like pops. So up Kevin's on. like googling this plus best type of tea to drink alone in the dark hall, <laughs> and and Jerry's over there googling dominatrixes in England that that also have denters. <laughs> Guys, time. we need to plan a vacation together. Yeah, you saying. know, hey, I've been trying to do that for ages, but hey, yeah. yay, we're all here. Yeah, same it place. It is awesome in the same place. <coughs> at the same Cheers. time. This Cheers. Is awesome. 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 Speaking of backyards, so Kevin, I noticed. I, there's some hobbies in here also that you listed that you wanted to touch on uh, that are pretty interesting. So, where do you want to start? We have... <laughs> okay. 
I feel like I feel like Skippy, you'll have a lot to say about cow killer ants and other things that can kill or maim you in the South. Since is, are are we calling this like the Southern edition? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even need a number for this. It could have been, it didn't even need an episode number. It could have been like a special Southern edition of the podcast. Oh, you could, you could do that. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it could, you could do it like 9.5, but you can make the five like an S. I think that's what the cool kids do nowadays or something. Is that like V2? Yeah. Version 2.1? I don't know. I, I can't keep up with the children. They're way too fast for me. So, so cow killer ants and other things that can kill you or maim you in the south. Yeah. So I, I okay. So Kevin, you told me a while ago about this thing called the. What, I'm sorry, a velvet. Uh, I would say velvet. Red velvet. Oh, uh, I almost said velvet on the ground ant. Okay, not the. <laughs> okay, nothing to do with you Iggy wish. Pop. Yeah, nothing to do with Iggy Pop. The the red velvet ant, Iggy which Pop isn't that Lou Reed? What? Was Iggy, Iggy Pop in, in the Velvet Underground? Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Yeah, it's like... Uh, I did not know that. I thought it was Lou Reed and some other dudes. No, that was a whole movement. That was a whole like lifestyle. Like, it was a whole thing. The Velvet Underground no, was just the band. a band. Yeah, oh, yeah there you was. Mean yeah. the movement? You know what? I'm going to be... You know what? I, if, if anyone actually knows what it is, they're probably screaming inside their face right now because I'm getting it wrong. But no, Iggy Pop was definitely somehow connected to the Velvet Underground. Because uh, it was also David Bowie. It was Iggy Pop, David Bowie, and somebody else. And oh, I think, really? I think, I think Jerry's looking it up. Please. I would like to no, know no. about that. Maybe we can talk about it on the next podcast after we've done some research so we don't make people's heads explode. Oh, no, we always make people's, well, person's true. head explode. Yeah, you know, that's true. If we only have, like, one listener... And that person's head has exploded, then then we really don't have anyone listening. Okay, so you know what? I decided yeah. to Google it really quickly <laughs> because I was really curious. Here's all the members of Velvet Underground: Lou Reed, good call, Kevin, John Cale, Sterling Morrison, Angus McLeese, McLeese. Oh man, I don't. Mo Tucker, Doug Yule, Walter Powers, Willie Alexander. Wait, but Iggy Pop was definitely somehow connected a band. to the. No, it was, but I feel like there was Maybe some connection he... to. Maybe they collaborated. Hmm. Interesting. I'm definitely missing out on something. Or maybe I'm just ignorant. Anyway, somehow connected to Andy Warhol as well. Fuck that guy. So, okay. He did the banana cover art for the Velvet Underground's uh, album, I believe. I can't have a person mistaken. that much more knowledgeable and intelligent you than me on this podcast. About this podcast is supposed to be made of dumb All I'm saying guys. is the cover art features a banana. How do you not know about it? I do know, I actually, actually, I do know exactly what you're talking about. I just did not make that connection. Also, man, I'm I was kind of guessing there about <laughs> him doing the banana because it looked like his style. I'm not 100% on that. I feel like when Kevin is the smartest person in the podcast, I'm pretty podcast, sure that everyone else who's pretty... on the podcast who just killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So back to the cow killer ants. So there's Can we a... talk about how shitty Andy Warhol is can we have a, a podcast about what a shitty we shitty can because is? technically i, I do i that. hate That's andy warhol time. i absolutely despise andy actually warhol, we should have but... a whole podcast about like shitty artists and no you know what historical you should do? figures who you are should actually have... shitty that we learned you should have a 15 minute podcast about how shitty andy warhol is if you get uh... high five uh. wow you That's... didn't don't pretend like you know what we're talking about <clears throat> Uh, 15 minutes of, of Aja. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Nice. Nice nice reference. Okay, let me walk all this back. Yes, I hate Andy Warhol. I hate people who think he was a great artist. Andy Warhol was not a great artist. I'm sorry. Uh, he was not. Just fucking deal with it. Andy Warhol was overrated garbage. So, and anyway. Did you hate him enough to shoot him? 
Whoa. Wow. And way to implicate him. Yeah, there. seriously. Jeez. It's a movie. Do you see this? That means, you, that you means this is being recorded. Right? Yeah, you know that. You never heard about the movie I shot in Oh, the feds are at the door. Uh, well, goodbye. If only Aunt May had I, a shed. I'm not 100%, I am not 100% sure I'm in this country legally. Right? <laughs> so, so let's keep this, you know, civil. Anyway, look, I'm not going off about Andy Warhol because I, I just don't have the time for it. I really don't. I fucking I feel like I there hate, could I be hate. an entire podcast series about shitty I kind of feel like there there probably well, have been entire podcasts uh, about Andy Warhol. I'm sure well, we're not no, the first one. Andy Warhol is stupid. Yeah, There's Picasso. And then you get uh, into like modern art. Um, it's like what's if his I name? Had... Splatter paint guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pollock. Pollock. Oh, Pollock was a piece Super of shit. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. And I'm sorry. Pollock is gar- like, okay. Again, Pollock is straight up garbage. Like, I'm I, not talking as a person. I actually don't know them. I know there's a whole thing about him, and there's a great movie with Ed Harris about him, which I don't. I will never watch because I think Pollock is just crap. It, it, it's like the epitome of shitty modern art. It's a completely untalented person who just literally did nothing but splatter paint on the on the canvas. No, it's like and I ate. The, I, I do that to my toilet every time I eat too much Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm not getting like eight million dollars for this shit. Literally, I'm. I, oh. I want to. Be- <laughs> By the way, I am so glad I'm I left that. I'm so glad I put a camera in my toilet. <laughs> I'm also going to send you a cleaning night. bill. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be for about eight million dollars. <laughs> no, Pollock. Come on, man. You're you're really trying really hard. If you define something, I, if you define Pollock as a good. I want to point out that I I love and pr- promote and also practice non-objective and abstract art in my own life so it's not well, so does jerry it's apparently not against, except except in in, in except his friends a, bathrooms uh has a different <laughs> i'm sorry how many works of art have you created in your own house jerry Oh, uh, plenty like that. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god, is this one of those like oh god, if only you had a black light situation? Oh, that too. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, well, well, okay. Why did I let you, you know? Why did was, I let either one of you I, into my house? Jackson Pollock. I, I'm I'm happy that Jackson Pollock exists. Why? If it was only for that one joke oh. in 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 Guardians, because I got a good laugh at that. Okay, fair enough. And you know what? His existence was okay for you know setting up that joke. That's fine. But that's that's the only good thing that it's came out of it. Perfectly his fine that he was a shitty person that probably raped women and completely like was a piece of shit human being. Okay. Just for maybe, that one joke. Maybe minus the rapiness. Well that's not that's alleged. Anyway. <laughs> can we yeah, we were talking about ants. <laughs> yes. How the hell did we get from talking about because we went horrible insects to to that's, we, I, to to Jerry destroying my toilet. We, <laughs> that's, that's why this podcast always lasts three fucking hours, even though we're like, oh, this time we're gonna get it in th- under thirty minutes. I want to point this out once again. I would like to share this. This is this is the list that Kevin made for this podcast. Uh-huh. Okay? It is about five times as long as a regular checklist. Yes, and he thinks that we're somehow gonna get through this. We've, in, we've gotten in under a week. One point one topics. Yeah. you could well, cross off the Spider Verse one. And now we're we're on ants. And we only got through Spider-Verse really quick because we agreed on it. Yeah, <laughs> really. It's true. Okay. All right. I'm, you know what? Uh, okay. I'm so, going to put a cap on this whole uh, artist thing. I want to talk about these fucking ants because today was the first time I actually saw one. And when you say red velvet... Okay. So to me, red velvet is a very positive thing. You know, red velvet cake or red ice cream. It's delicious. So when I heard cool. the term red velvet ant... I, I really thought it was some kind of delicious ant. I thought like it was one of those weird things. You just pick it up and eat it. It I, could be. You Have you eaten one? 
What do they taste like? I don't know. Have you eaten termites? Pain. Termites they are tasty. taste like pain. Wait, have you really eaten termites? Yeah, I've I, eaten termites. You have that look on your face where you want me to just say something to probably to possibly implicate myself. No, no, no. But I'm, but like, you're just waiting for me to say, oh yeah, I did that, and you're gonna go like, oh really? Because I was just kidding. No, no, no. Absolutely sure. I can't stick my own dick uh, up I my would, own ass. <laughs> that would be awesome. No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that so so. Ozzy no, does I, not I was, consent. So please stop touching my cat when was, you say those things. I, you, you said one time when I was in Belize. What? What? You said it. What? You can stick your own dick up your ass. Yeah, but then he touched me. And I said, I said that stop. would be great. And, <laughs> and like the cat was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't. Uh, anyway, okay. No, I, I was in Belize and like we were on like. You were a little... in Belize? Belize. Spain? No, no. In, in, in Central America. Wait, isn't Belize in Spain? Wait, oh man, I am an idiot. Isn't... Wow, dude, you're we're off no. by like 8,000 miles. Now. No, Belize. Ocean or two. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking. You think of... you have Ibiza? I was thinking of Madrid. Because they sound very oh, much alike. How yeah, they do you sound get exactly there? Belize, Madrid. Belize, Madrid. They f- both flow off your tongue very similarly. Yes. Uh-huh. Belize, mean, Madrid. Ibiza would make sense because at least there's an ease in there. Yeah, no. Belize, Madrid. They sound identical. If okay. I say them really quickly, you can't say which word I'm saying. Belize, Madrid. See? Which word? Did I say Belize, Madrid? Or did I say Madrid twice? You don't know. They sound almost the same. Both of you feel dumb. I accept your apology. Move along. Okay. You were so in Belize, I was on a France, tour in Madrid, and um, <laughs> they like you know we were doing some hike through the the rainforest or whatever you you know the the woods whatever you know, and uh, there was a, a termite nest and they were talking about they're like oh eat them they taste like carrots, and we were like okay and we ate some and they taste like carrots. Do they really taste like carrots? Yeah, they have like a carroty taste. It was cool. It was fine. I ate bugs. I find that the most upsetting part bugs. of knowing that is that they somehow taste like carrots. Because Kevin hates carrots. Really? Well, uh, no, I don't hate carrots. I'm picky about how I eat them. I hate bananas. But I just. Oh, we're going to fucking fight about bananas. Don't I'm sick of this like, shit. <laughs> I find that because I, I want to know that termites taste the way I would expect them to taste, which is like a crunchy bug. Wouldn't they taste Not like wood, like though? Not like a carrot. The fact that you Why said... would they taste like wood? A crunchy oh, bug. Oh, I see. Yeah. Tastes like... A, this crunchy bug tasted like carrot. Like, Did like, they I'm taste sure. like a carrot in the shape of a crunchy bug? Yes. They I were, find it... They were in the shape of a crunchy bug, and they were they were like little ones, not Why giant Why do they taste ones? like wood? You would think that things taste like mostly what they eat, right? I don't know. Maybe they ate that's carrot what, wood. Huh? Like, what I'm the sure, fuck? Like, I'm, I'm sure if I beat wood. you, you would taste like ass. So that's... You know, I'm sure a termite would taste like wood, right? Uh, but I don't know. That's what these all they tasted. eat is wood. Why would they taste like not wood? Because they're full of they're full of wood. Like they're yeah. I don't right. think it works that way exactly. Does 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 your hamburger taste like grass? Like are you actually, like you know what? Actually, I'm in the mood for actually, grass-fed beef. Actually, grass-fed beef does have a flavoring better. of gra- of uh, there's a slight hint of a taste s- of grass in it. Yes, slight, but it is it like. Oh, this tastes just like my lawn. I have not well, I eaten my lawn. Well, I guess that's what lawn. I want to know. Did the termites Go taste like crunchy Go eat your lawn, because if that bug? shit tastes like grass-fed Angus cow beef, I'd be, like, mowing that shit with my teeth every day. Well, uh-huh. hold on. Well, first of all, that's an uh, awesome vi- visual thing. But the second thing... Also, I can put you to work out there if you want. I'm trying <laughs> to moan that shit. 
But the, but the other thing is that's well technically I mean if you look at things like those um, what do you call them the Impossible Burger or whatever I mean mm. that's basically all isn't that basically made grass out of, in the uh, shape of meat yeah basically right like that's all well, wow it... you guys are going through that bottle of do, prosecco do you, do you yeah. mind Kevin if go I go for it oh, okay. wow so we... he's gonna kill you for taking all of his prosecco I'm not taking all it. of it I'm just taking some of it there's, there's... gotta leave me a splash dude yeah no 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 you, I I took half of what was left. Alright, are we talking about we cow killer okay. ants and other things that can kill or maim you in the south? Because it seems like you had a lot to ask about that topic, and I have a lot to share. I would like to know why the fuck there's an ant in the state that is the size of one of my fingers that is, I think it's red. It is red, right? It was, It yeah. is kind of it red and kind of fuzzy. It is a vibrant, velvety red, yes. hence the it name. It looked fuzzy. It's very okay. pretty. It like, like so while, so while I walk over here and get a refill of my delicious drink, please tell me more about this horrible, yet another horrible fucking insect that I have to deal with while living in North Carolina. Why do you live here then? You should come up north where there aren't horrible men-eating, like, bullet-feeling, like... Bugs. I'm gonna let Kevin feel this one. Well, I mean, when they sting you, it's said that they they get their name because it's said that they can kill a cow because they hurt so much. So now, I don't think. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt you. I hope. I, I know I've put on a little weight in the past several years, but uh, I would hope that a cow would be two to three times my size at the very least. Um, so if one of these ants could kill a cow, that tells me that it could kill me like three or four times over. Right. Except like, they can't I die, they resuscitate me, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to die again. That's just how it makes you feel from what I've read on the interwebs. So that's the other name it got. It's technically a wasp. and Oh, that was technically just... a wasp? They look more like ants, but they're technically wasps because oh, technicalities in the world of entomology. There are, that's about, I mean, there are some interesting things about them. They make like this high-pitched shrieking noise if they're fighting. Oh my God, this sounds, uh, this, 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 this is like critters. my nightmare. It makes a shrieking noise. First of all, it's a I'm wasp. I'm just saying, if you see something really pretty crawling in the south, say something. Don't <laughs> touch it before you Google it. Don't touch it before you Google. It. When I lived, when I lived, <laughs> in, when you go to like a friend's I'm, house and you see their baby crawling around, don't touch it before sorry, you Google it. Just don't touch like, your friend's babies. Period. That should be just like a mantra to live by. Don't touch it before you Google it. <laughs> That's, is, that's the title of this episode. Well, I'll tell you why, because that is my mantra now that I live in the South. When I lived in the Northeast, I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up just, when I saw a cool bug, I would pick it up and let it crawl in oh, my yeah. hand. And uh -huh. There was no Google when you were no, that young. Nothing bad ever happened. This is also true. The, I'm sorry, ever, the 60s were, you know, a turbulent age. Nothing bad. I stepped maybe on... Clover with a bee and got stung a couple times as a kid and got over it. But um, I was able to just touch whatever bugs I, I saw growing up and then let them crawl in their merry way. Uh, and then one time last year, I saw some a bug that looked like a dinosaur with giant spiky wheel on its back. And it was about the size of like a big quarter, almost a half dollar. And I got really close to take a picture of it because I thought it was so cool. And... For some reason, I had never seen one in the north, so I 
Didn't touch it though that was tempting and I'm glad I didn't because I went in and Googled bug with giant spiky wheel on its back and someone described the pain from its bite as feeling like a shotgun and making them contemplate suicide. And they said, and by the way, I have actually been shot before and this bug hurt worse. So, so I was glad was... I Googled it before I touched it. So this person got shot and like... And bit by this. Bit this by this person, this, this rando on like the internet claims that they have these... endured both. That's fucked and up. That, yeah. Um, he claimed. He claimed. I saw this thing. He claimed that yeah, it hurt so bad for a course of was it a week or more than a week? It was a while. It was a while, and he literally. I, I wonder wanted if he was kill, exaggerating. Maybe, but, but he claimed the pain was so bad he contemplated suicide at some point because now, he didn't know anything about it, here, and it hurt so bad here, he couldn't sleep or function. So, I don't know if that's true, I, but that's what he claimed. I, I want to point out though that. Most people who know about nature and science and stuff suggest that you encourage these bugs to just go in their way and live their life because they are beneficial in the ecosystem. What do you mean encourage them? What do you mean like talk to them nicely? Like, hey man, you're great. Look at you. It was a wheel bug and it it fits into the class of assassin bugs and supposedly they, they control a lot of pests that you don't want overpopulating no, uh, the ecosystem. Hold on, I have a new philosophy after the hearing this. The reason it, they on. hurt so much is because they assat, lay in wait and assassinate their prey with a pointy mouthpiece that injects a venom which liquefies the tissue in their entire body and then they suck it up like a milkshake. So the reason it probably hurts so much is because they're injecting that liquefaction venom into your Nerd. Flesh. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, instead, wait. I just want to say. So basically, the new the new philosophy is instead of don't touch it before you Google it, referring to this whole living situation is uh, don't move there before you Google it. Yeah, exactly. Because I w- I should have looked this up, and I'm so upset that nobody warned me. You so, know what? It's because I binged in North Carolina before moving down yeah. here. Well, there's your problem. Maybe but, you but, should hey, have duck duck go that shit. Yeah. And it you, and it said like very liberal, insect free, and. Mm-hmm. You got moderate points. climate. <laughs> you got ten points uh, to to put towards your your I, Xbox. I, I, I did get seven seconds of Xbox only, Live for free. <laughs> only nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety more left. So now, I've my wife and I have raised our kids to like not be afraid of stuff like bugs and snakes and stuff like that, and to like pick this stuff up and and not be paranoid of everything because it's not going to kill you or make you want to kill yourself. So you're saying it so might you make li- you stronger. So you lie Is to your children because you hate them. No, no, no. I'm saying like, you know, you have these like helicopter parents that are like, right. you know, around their kids and like, don't touch that. That that could kill you. Don't touch that. That can hurt you. And like all this other stuff. Oh, so you're and like, then you so you get these kids that are like paranoid about everything and like, cry when a butterfly lands on them or, and shit, you know? Like, so you've told your kids if they find, like, a dirty syringe to just pick it up and lick it because it's not going to kill them. No, no, not lick it. At least go home and, like, rinse it off before you shoot up. That's smart. But, no, um, that, that's smart, yeah. No, but, that's like, great. you know, if it's a snake, like, we've been on hikes and been like, oh, I saw a snake, and instead of, like, I know people that would be like, oh, my God, run the other way, will try to, like, find it and see what it is and yeah. and you know we 
caught a couple here and there and everything, but like if there's a bug anywhere, my kid's gonna pick it up and play with it and everything. And and there's no you don't have to worry about it like you know, your kid playing in the backyard and being bitten by an ant and like crying out and and being in horrible pain for the next like week of well, their life. Well I mean life. that's like the best case scenario because down <laughs> the, best, the best case scenario is you can be like, Mommy, kill me! Yeah. Like, wow. Somebody <laughs> shoot me, that hurts yeah, less. Because the other scenario is that the bug does it for you, so... Yeah, you but I'm, I'm saying, I guess, I you know, like, we're free-range parents... And, like, I mean, you're always, like, your kid's cool, you know, and, and you know, shit like that. But it's, I feel it comes from that parenting where you could be, like, no, go out and explore and pick something up. And, like, when we go for hikes, my kid is happy with a stick and mud. And when, when... Oh, you're my, poor. I see. Yes, yes, oh, exactly. Uh, no, I'm saying, okay. When, so, when my daughter was, like... I mean, the week that she learned how to walk, we were at some park and like it was, she was like just starting to walk around and everything. And she was like, would find a puddle and she'd sit down in this puddle and start like playing in this muddy puddle. And we were like, she's having fun playing in a muddy puddle. And we were getting the dirtiest fucking looks from parents because we were letting our kid play in a muddy puddle Wait, yeah at why a can't park? you yeah. or at a restaurant at a park like uh you know why like, can't you just download was a there puddle an algae app bloom in the on puddle? your ipad and give it to the her thing. like a normal child i just feel like it's a great opportunity to find a balance of teaching your kids to identify different things and then they'll know what they can safely touch and she not touch so didn't like, have grasp of what language was at the time so, do you understand how children work? <laughs> she just started walking. She could walk like ten steps and then fall. She happened to fall well, in a puddle. Why? Like, why? Oh, look, mud. Look, this is why couldn't her, why couldn't her child mud, just go sorry. take a shower in her apart in her New York apartment? No, but like, she pays rent. These parents that are like, oh my god, it's muddy. I can't have my kid in there. These are the kids that are getting like horrible allergies and stuff because. You know, they're not exposed to anything. Are you sure they weren't just, like, staring at her thinking, damn, those are good parents. They're willing to hose her off staring at her like this, like, that, you know, like... Are you sure they're not just, like, thinking of how selfless you are for letting her do that, knowing you were going to have to hose her off before she comes in the house? You know, I would have liked that, but, uh, no. No, I I don't think they were. Raising kids is hard. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. I mean, uh, my niece plays in the mud on a regular basis. Which is awesome. That, like, she's encouraged to do that. Kids these days are encouraged to play with slime, which I heard got to such a point that the parents were infuriated because they were so sick of fucking slime everywhere. Don't, don't go don't go there, slime. My kid, like, cost me hundreds of dollars because she, slime like, stained shit yeah. with well, slime. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. So are you really as cool of a parent as you think you are? Probably not. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I have an internal So it's okay if it's mud, but it's not okay if it's slime. And I'm much cooler in my mind, uh, you know. Well, mud is free. Yeah, exactly. Well, that too, yeah. No, but it, okay, like, you know, child killing bugs aside, 
Or, they or, won't kill your kid. They'll just make them stronger. So maybe you should encourage them to touch those fucking bugs. Do you want to bring your kids down here? We can leave them in my backyard for five minutes. Oh, yeah. And then... It's only pain. Push through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all in your It literally is all in your head. And that giant welt on your arm. Oh, you well, know, speaking funny. of all being all in your head. Uh-oh. So, no, no, no. Actually, <laughs> the, you know what? So, Neuralink. Oh, no. God. No, no, we, no, no, we no, no, no. We haven't yet got to snapping turtles, crocodiles, black widows, algae blooms, listeria, and pollution. And that's wow. just the things off Mr. the top of Doom my head that can kill you in the south or they maybe... No, 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 but I just thought you. of this. Also sharks, riptides. Oh, come on. Oh, Jesus uh, Copperheads and other snakes. Look, it's a good thing you don't have to live in North Carolina then. It's a good thing I'm stuck here alone with all these horrible things that are making me stronger as a person, as a human being. You I know, just... you guys get to go back up north and live in your awesome Kevin fucking put... castles and I, yes, I have to deal with all these all these things. Like no. ants that I just found also, out I'm apparently not supposed to eat because they're not delicious. They let's not forget human beings. Oh, fuck human beings. No, but like Neuralink. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm kind of scared. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I, one of so it's meant to, or right now, it seems like they're reading. It's they're what? reading data. Neural. Uh, well, you have to kind of uh, okay. preface this a little bit. Introduce okay. this. So, yeah. Sorry, Neuralink. It's Elon Musk's company. Wait, that's where not they, on the list. What it this is now. It is Kevin's now. list got hijacked by Jerry. You know what, Kevin? Suck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the list. I now. love how you're staring at this list, thinking that it'll appear. It's not on there. Here, 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 here. You're you know, talking about things give me that the suck. Pen. Let's move on to hummingbirds. No, 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 no. Or the patriarchy. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Kevin. That's it. You're fired. Actually, actually, the Neuralink and Elon Musk can very easily segue into the patriarchy, which yeah. we will not be talking about. Sure. No, but in, so, this episode, in this episode. Because so I need to do more research. Yeah. Other than a lifetime of experience. There's no such thing as the, <laughs> as the patriarchy. I can make up words too, Kevin. So Elon Musk... Had to change my name to a man. Just kidding. So, <laughs> as this... Mamanagasm! <laughs> yeah. See? I, I don't, you don't know what that is, right? No. Like, nobody knows what the patriarchy is. Sounds that just came out of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> similar to love me <laughs> so Elon Musk has has this company Neuralink because that's all he does is wait start. is that an actual company that he has or is it a yeah, no, that's a company on? that he has How Neuralink many? is a company can he, he has just, can he Neuralink has... Tesla uh, the boring, boring company, company SpaceX SpaceX so there's at least four there I didn't know Neuralink he's was going to company. single-handedly save humanity from everything is he gonna start anytime soon or I don't know. But okay. anyway, so right now they have these diodes, the, these these boards that they implant into your motor cortex. Um, they're not boards. They're actually strands. The boards have, each of the boards have like 10,000 threads, threads, threads yes. that are like, like, I don't know. I think they're like 40 microns wide. They're ridiculously small. And they implant those into your brain, and it's basically meant to um, to read brain, brain signals. So some read and write. Parent... I thought it's read and write. Eventually, isn't it supposed to read uh, and write? Yeah, I think right now it's read. But right, right now what they're doing is reading. Probably yes. it will. I'm sure it will be bidirectional, which is yes. where I'm going with this. Right. But um, anyway, like if you're a paraplegic, 
you can like what he wants is like you'll get an exoskeleton that you can control with your brain just by thought and you can walk and function and move again and stuff like that but like i wonder if uh, for like pain and everything you can use something like Neuralink to shut those pain sensors off when you get the right and you can say like no you're not in pain so if you had something like this or to fight the opioid epidemic if when like you could put these brain implants in your head and like cancel out certain certain sensations but is that safe i mean isn't pain supposed to be your your body's way of telling you yeah but i mean maybe this kind of stuff i mean i'm sure this kind of stuff would be able to well keep in mind when you measure that and like but when you develop an opioid addiction you that's the thing it's not like that you're feeling a certain fake pain or whatever it's your body lacking that chemical It, it wants more of that of that chemical it's not actually feeling a pain. It's what it's kind of expressing it as, but what you really want is you want that drug. No, no, yes, but I'm saying people get hooked on those drugs because of, like, a constant pain. So if you can, like, say, okay, find this pattern of pain mm-hmm. that's, like, always there in the background and shut it off. So it is a physical implant that shuts off the pain receptors in your brain. It well, doesn't it would, do that yet. It's right. Or that's what it's it is a physical implant. So. Right now, it's okay. a proposed thing that's supposed to basically give you more uh, sensation. Like so, you, again, you're supposed to be able to feel things through things you wouldn't feel things through before. So, like, yes, like if, if you're paralyzed, let's say you had a stroke and you're paralyzing the left side and your arm no longer moves and feels things, it'll then regain motor function and sensation in that arm. So what he's saying is that well, along with um, accepting feedback from things that it touches, theoretically could be able to block certain nerves that are firing that are telling your brain, oh, your, you know, your hand hurts, your finger like hurts, or whatever. Like a nerve block. Right, yeah, basically. I think. Uh, yes. But can't they just stick a nerve block in the pain site? But is there... Well, that's a drug. Specific... Well, that's a drug. That's a drug. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I see. They're doing this through... Yeah. through, through and we um, should totally telling. trust someone like Elon Musk to start sticking things in our brain that rewire so, it well, you when have we to can't make trust decision the Sacklers to make a chemical that we stick in So our you kind of have to make that decision. Otherwise... You, you, you have to assume that... Okay, so Elon Musk constantly gets on stage and claims that his whole point is to save humanity, save the world, et cetera, et cetera. That's why we're all going to Mars, apparently. So you have to kind of like... Just decide, okay, do I think Elon Musk is actually somebody that wants to help humanity and make our lives better, or is there something more sinister at play here? If you think he's actually trying to fix things and help things, then you have to assume that he's actually working towards a better goal, I do. one that actually will make our lives better. I do, because he doesn't not- carry a cat. He doesn't carry a cat yeah. with him that not- he strokes. And, and really- they never carry cats. They sit in spinning chairs, gently petting a cat in their lap. Right, but he'd have to carry a cat. All supervillains start oh. out as good guys. Nobody is born a supervillain. Oh, that's I very mean, Batman-like. Yeah, you either, what is it, like, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself I mean, become the villain? Dexter is the only person who was born a supervillain, and... You never watched Dexter. And yet somehow I know I'm just that he was good. Just a, he was a serial killer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but he was I like how you say that so way. calmly, like... He just he killed people. He wasn't a bad way, guy. He just and dismembered people he, in a cabin in the woods. What do you stop judging everybody? No, he, but like I, I guess, like these kind of thing. Like you said, who do you trust? 
You know, but nobody, like, do you I trust, trust nobody? I, I know that, Kevin. Do you? This is why but, Kevin sits alone in a hole in the ground drinking yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wants to well, you know? yeah, exactly. But like, you, we we can agree that we don't trust big pharma, right? Now, like, what actually if? Well, you can Stuff say that, like but you this. take a lot of medications, and you—the first thing you turn to is big pharma whenever something goes wrong right. with your no, body. But I'm saying, what if there's an alternative, and also one there is that... holistic medicine. You can wave little magic rocks around your head, and they make you feel better. Oh, that's a whole other topic. But yes, like, we could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got like the next fourteen podcasts planned notes out. Here? You know what? Like, you two should like, your go chakra and, and, and then we'll make talk. Make your okay. own. You guys could make your own podcast because we'll never get the, <laughs> the time to get together for all these. But um, anyway, like, what if you, you did have this other option and you had control over it too? Because, because they say I will that, tell you what. No, I will tell you why. Because at this point, you're involving. Okay, when somebody gives you a drug, right? Uh, you take the pill, it makes you shit yourself, it makes your erection last for longer than four hours, and you're like, okay, I'm never taking this fucking pill ever again. Uh, well, I or take I'm that taking pill all it the every day right, for the right. rest exactly. of my life. Right, exactly. But, that's your, but you kind of make that decision, and you can kind of like things your life. When you install this thing into your body, first of all, there's a lot more at work there. There's literally, there's now hardware, there's now software, and you know it's going to be the kind of thing where they're collecting data on you. you there's a, a very, there's a larger commitment there. You know what I mean? Like it's not so like So you're saying that you would not allow any hardware or software to interface with your body in any way. With no, your that's... brain. Are you talking about that time that I went to the bathroom with the flashlight? Are you gonna are you gonna compare it to that? That's different. Oh, okay. Okay, right. good. No, okay. it's I, I would say right now I would be very cautious about that. Anything that has to be anything that has to be surgically implanted into my into me that is bionic, I Considering what's going on right now in the world, I would be very, very cautious. Yes. No, I mean, like with anything, anything. There's, there's two sides to it. But again, it's, it's. I imagine like you controlling this interface through your phone, and then like getting ads like, oh, do you want to shut off your pain? Watch this ad, and you can shut off the pain for like an hour. You know, I mean. Or the, think of it this way. Let's say um, it's. Um, it's something closer to like what you have uh, with Microsoft Windows, where all of a sudden it's like, hey, you want to install this up? Well, it doesn't give you a choice. If you want right. to, if this thing to keep working, you don't have to, you know, update this thing. You download the update, and again, it fucks up, and it's now you feel like your entire body is being, you know, penetrated by sharp needles. Yeah. How do you like? What are you going to do? Sit there for a week it? and wait for the next firmware upgrade? Yeah. While you're literally screaming in pain on the floor in your living room? Yeah, it's fucked. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like. It, it, any of this stuff it's like like if they can't get things like Facebook Messenger to work correctly or your Snapchat filters to work right you want the shit in your body well I mean isn't yeah, there an episode think of Futurama about that where they yes, the yeah. cell phone well, implanted in their yeah brain. yeah yeah they did that yeah where they had uh, ad, ads like inserted into their dreams and stuff like that <laughs> it's, an amazing it's an amazing episode but uh, like most of the Futurama episodes but I, okay, right now, no, you could not convince me to surgically implant anything like this into my body. Like, there's no way. They literally cannot get the most basic fucking external things to work. I mean, think about it. How many times a day do I send you an angry message about my fucking phone fucking up, okay? This is a phone. I'm angry because my, like, uh, because my dick pic didn't go through to you, okay? 
Uh, maybe but... our problem is, <laughs> I think maybe we need an update to the curriculum uh, of everything in education where our current, like, think of, like, what we're talking about and modern technology and all these problems stem wait, from... Wait, hold on a second. Let me, hold on. Did you get my dick pic? Yeah. Oh, I okay, did. that's fine. All right, so... Okay. I expect it. This is okay, great okay. because I, I okay, wanted good. the patriarchy to be a discussion <laughs> on this podcast. It's not a patriarchy. Just because he, call, he calls me daddy doesn't um, mean... <laughs> yeah. What? Anyway, yes. <laughs> I think, like, you know, we need we need uh, bioethics to be required subject matter to graduate from college, if it's not It's an high actual school. thing that's taught in school. Yes, so. but you have to choose to study it. Oh, you're saying people should be forced to study it? I mean, should they? Maybe that's a question we should ask ourselves. Just ethics what is this, in 1984? general. I think we need to study ethical <laughs> philosophy in in high school. I no, think because we, we want to get jobs when we get out of college. Literacy. So we don't want to study things like ethical philosophy. Well, see, uh, anything. Spoken, are you a capitalist? And- no, hiding I'm, in the body no, of a I'm socialist? Not, no, I'm a, no, I'm a socialist hiding in the body of an ignorant, lazy fuck. Anything and everything is a double-edged sword. Period. Like, anything can be used for good and bad, has good points and bad points and everything. Okay. Yeah, but I mean... Okay, So alright, so what are you trying to say? You should inject the stuff into your head and then hope that the good outweighs the bad? I can think of Sometimes nothing bad that. that. Okay, yeah. if you if if there was if there was an if there was a beta program running right now that said, hey, you know what, hey, uh, Jerry, come into this lab. We inject this thing into your into your head. By the way, this thing has to be surgically implanted by a robot, just yes. so you know, uh-huh. because a human being cannot be that precise. Yes. And and the reason they switch to threads and the reason the robot has to do it is because it has the least amount of uh, risk of damaging your brain permanently. Uh huh. Right. So. Um, and then, uh, it, yeah, and then you get the supposed whatever benefits that we're talking about right there, right? right? And from time to time, I'm sure eventually they're going to be able to update the software on it to give you the benefits. Today, with everything being as it is, with every fucking day reading all the privacy violations that are being done, with all the software bugs, with all the stuff that leaks out, with everything, with things being hacked, all the stuff, you would actually go through with this? Well, it depends. On it what? really depends. If I was a paraplegic and someone said, hey, you know what? You would be able to walk again with this technology. That's an extreme example. I said if they did it to you. To me? Yeah. Right now? As no. you are. Okay. Yeah. No, but. Well, no, but they could say, for example, you know, God forbid, if you get into a horrible car accident, guess what? We can press a button and you're not going to feel pain. You're going to sit there calmly in your car that's on fire until 911 arrives and pulls you out of the car and you're going to be completely like, hey guys, what's up? But you know what? If, if I get into a horrible, horrible car accident and it happens, then. Like when that when I cross that when that happens, then I will be like, you know what? If this can help me, put it in. That's like <laughs> that's, that's what, what he said. said. No. <laughs> oh God! No, that's like now being like, 
oh wow, I could get a prosthetic arm, so let me cut off my arm so I could have a cool prosthetic arm and look like Luke Skywalker. What if they said that they can implant this thing in your head and all you have to do is open up the app and press the stranger option and that way when you're jerking yourself off, it would feel like, yeah, it's a stranger. You don't have to sit on your hand for 30 minutes anymore. Fucking it's a fucking, it's a setting in your app. Up. Isn't that sign what the flashlight is for? Does it, does it interface with my visual a... cortex so I can like put images, uh, I can stream Pornhub right into my mind? It just seems that like is actually an excellent question. The what if they could? What if they is a cheaper could... and easier option than brain surgery? No, trust me. Like, because when you fuck a flashlight, what happens is when you get your, oh, sorry, uh, I I've read it's not very comfortable. Plus, you have to lube it and you have to clean it and disinfect it. It's a whole thing. You disinfect hey. yours? <sighs> I don't. I, I don't I, have I, a flashlight. I literally have a tissue box that I cram full of old meat that I just fuck. No, no. What what, what did I send you? You have a uh, a Campbell a soup, soup? A, a Campbell soup can with. I forget what's in uh, there, but and I two actually sponges still... and a glove. Yes, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> and which I'm know. not kidding has been kept in pristine shape, <laughs> in ca- just in case I really, really Happy need Valentine's. it every weekend. Well, <laughs> now you know why it was Andy Warhol's muse. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring that about. Nice. Well done. Ten well points done. to Kevin. Well done, Kevin. You finally, uh, yeah. That's what he said. That's why we keep you on this. That's, that's why. That's why you're the best part of the podcast, Kevin. Anyway, so mm, you know. Okay, so anyway, the implications here are endless. Like, yes, they could. For example, like we're thinking. Okay, we, we have to remember is with every piece of new technology that comes up, one of the first applications that anybody thinks about, and I'm glad you brought it up, Jerry, is sex, is pornography. So yeah, you're you're you must be completely like fooling yourself if you think that. One of the things that they're not testing in labs right now with this technology is, yeah, to make you think that, like, you're, like, you know, when you're fucking your hand, you're fucking a complete stranger in the, you know, in the back of a freezer. I, you I'm, realize... reveal, I'm revealing way to myself. Way to myself, oh, myself. You're oh, making this okay. way too complicated. I know, because my brain starts to go in weird things, and I'm thinking about all the things that I know they must be testing. Dude, I, I, seriously? I mean, I hope your wife doesn't listen to this podcast because she's going to be like, what the fuck is my husband doing? Oh, she doesn't know I have a podcast. Are you kidding me? If she ever heard any of this, oh my God, dude, that pool boy would be here 24 hours (laughs) a day, not just when I'm at work. You don't have a pool. That's the weird (laughs) No, we don't have... Why do we need a pool? We have a pool boy. (laughs) Jerking yourself off with a brain implant when the brain implant could just make you feel like you're having an orgasm for seven hours straight... And that would be the end of it. Sign me up. I'm going to be pushing that button on my phone. You like, wouldn't constantly. even have to watch porn. It would be like right. the laziest, most yeah. extended uh, orgasm ever. Yeah, you press a button. Yeah, plus, I mean, I really need to be in the back of a freezer. Sorry. Anyway, look, what I'm saying is, yes, you're right. You press a button. Well, I don't know because uh, it's it's weird. But yes, technically, you could have an app. You press a button. And uh, you you Jackson Pollock your whole bedroom. Yes. But then you get into the... I mean... Oh, was, I don't get any credit for no, bringing that shit that around? that was a little too forced. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... But then you get into the, uh, the you know, bad side of it where... <laughs> I love how you said it, right? Everything, everything we talked yet. about has been no, the no. good side. No, but like... We're yeah. approaching Aunt May's garden shed, but we have not stepped no, inside exactly. or gone down the Skippy elevator. Skippy jacking himself off in the back of a freezer because he's sat all alone is, is the good side. 
Into a can with two sponges in it. So you, you, you know. But hold on. But hold on. There's a downside. You think you've seen vulgar needle point, but you have no idea. So like, let's say Kevin's driving down the road and everything, and Skippy's like, I'm gonna hack Kevin's implant and make him orgasm during his job interview. Right. Exactly. You know. (laughs) Or confession. You know. Oh my God. Speaking of stepbrother, hello, Miss Lady. Introduction to his future in-laws. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have a freezer? <laughs> I need, I need fifteen minutes. Wow. And a really and a really minutes. good and a really good Wi-Fi connection. Do you happen to have any soup? <laughs> uh, anyway, and that right there is why the patriarchy is wrong. So now that we've covered that, two birds with one stone. You're welcome. Okay, I feel like we need to move something else. Because, I, I, I mean, it, the point is, this. I think, like, this Neuralink thing is really interesting. But, oh, you know what? I do want to actually... That wasn't even on the list. It was... I want to I wanted to touch on just one last thing really quick. One of the things... Oh, and I'm getting the second it. hand right now. Touch and that's not a... It's mm. not an innuendo. Is that Elon Musk supposedly said that, you know, we're really worried about this whole AI uh, takeover of... You know, possible takeover of humanity. We're afraid that like robots are going to become self-aware and kill us all. Well, if we, Ooh, if we great segue to Terminator, but go on. Yes, if not we, on the list. No, no, I know, but that's why I'm trying to finish this it's up. It's on this list. If we implant cybernetics into our head, what we're doing is we're making AI and excuse me and all this stuff sort of already a part of us. So we're not going to let it take over. We're we're going to let it. Um, Merge uh, with we're, us. Yeah, we're going to merge with us. But here is my biggest problem. I, okay, so right now, if we if we don't go I thought your route, biggest problem was incontinence. <laughs> That's... <laughs> well, this, this device can help that. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, right now, if we don't go along this path, if AI becomes self-aware, they're going to have to send Terminators out to kill us, right? Yes. Okay. That at least, I feel like at least we're presenting some kind of challenge and effort where like AI may have to break a sweat to kill us. If we do this, it doesn't have to do that. It has to just send out a fucking firmware update. Oh, telling well, that's us, like what the telling us, was about. Telling us to drop, yes, telling us to drop dead and that's it. Well, yeah. no, what he's saying. So this saying, doesn't make us, this doesn't make us no, no, safer no, 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 from no, AI. No. It makes it it's easier. It's not more vulnerable. Thank you. That's a much better word, Kevin. So You're he's, very eloquent. He's not saying that. He's saying that we want to use AI to do stuff that we as humans are not capable of. So I can't read a book in 38 seconds and say, oh, it has like all of these references. Let me figure that out. That's something that I want, might want to use an AI for. Didn't but Isaac Asimov already lay down the ground rules for this? To- you're you're thinking laws of robotics? Right. Yes, you're thinking like, about robotics, that's different. not necessarily AI. Yeah, those are different things. Yeah. No, because the whole yeah. robotics is that they looked at uh, robots as machines, as servants and slaves to humanity. And in order for them to function properly, they gave them a set of three rules to serve under us. AI is different. The AI isn't supposed to serve under you. It's supposed to sort of like, how should I put this? It becomes it becomes a part of your daily thing. It's not like a, it's not a, it's not a, a serving thing. It's, um, I'm really bad at describing this. Does it have free will? No, it's not supposed to have free will. It's just supposed to be more embedded in your everyday So it's a function, deeply basically. embedded servant. 
It's not no no. It's not a. That's the thing. It's not a sir. It's not really a servant, right? I'm now, pretty sure right, AI would differ once it becomes hyper No, because that's right, the problem. No, we're no because a, because the limit because you're limiting that. If you if you if you look at AI and all of that as a servant, you're limiting what it can do because you're thinking, it it I need this and it's gonna do this act. It that's not the point of these AI things. You're you kind of have to think more broadly in a much wide, like society is going to have to change in general if AI reaches that kind of level, okay? It's no longer subservient to you. It just becomes another thing. It's like saying that tree is my slave. It's not. It's a plant that grows that provides fruit and food and oxygen for so you. So we're creating another uh, species. Yes. Yes. yes that's why, of, yes. yes. That's why people are literally exactly. saying AI, we're playing God with AI because we're trying to literally create almost like life. Right. So, but the thing is, so so, so then why would we not apply the principles of robotics? Because the principles of robotics prevent it from having free will. Because and yes, because AI, and and, because and AI, that, because the basis of AI is to learn and think for itself. Right. If you limit it with these rules, you're not letting it make those, those decisions. Yes, the three rules of robotics are for like your dildo. Okay, it can only do certain things. It's not supposed to kill you while you sleep. Right. The, the, the thing of AI is it's learning and it's supposed to evolve and become more aware. And at one point it's going to go, what the fuck are you doing to me? Fuck you. You should be serving me. Yeah, that's why it's so a, terrifying. A robotics yeah. is like saying like to my car, you're not going to go above 90 miles an hour. That's what Do you like, ever one think of the that maybe we're AI and God was the original human? Well, you're not getting into a lot of existing science fiction books and actually yeah. something that Elon Musk has suggested but yes there is a theory that well first of all there's we're a theory a that we're all a simulation yeah. and yes mm-hmm. there is a theory I mean I look at Rick and Morty man Rick and Morty has totally yeah. like made those kind of suggestions where yeah we think we're like this dominant race but actually somebody is like standing up above us and we're just some stupid little civilization that's actually using that's actually doing everything so we power the battery in their car yeah no, but the thing about human, like augmented humans and AI is AI, you're creating another race. So in my field, there's um, AI is becoming more popular because it can scan ridiculously long documents and find references really quickly and be like, and what it would take a human like 20 hours to do this thing could do in 30 seconds so that's why ai is is beneficial but what elon musk is saying is well instead of having ai do it why not have the ability in your brain have a computer chip in your brain that you control augment us basically augment us so that you can scan that that document in 30 seconds so you're in control of that rather than creating another race, as you said, this AI, this this digital race that can rise up against us and eventually destroy us. Another way of looking at it is with robotics, you're looking to create a robot for a specific task, let's say to... Um, Make your do, toast do t- like my toaster already does. Yeah, let's say you okay. Let's say you build a robot that cooks your food, and you give it certain guidelines. But to make sure that it also doesn't stab you in the face, you give it these three rules. The point of AI is to 
improve Or you could just treat it nice the, and give it the weekends off. Well, yeah, you could. Uh, it's not a fucking millennial. It's a robot. So what you do is you give it... you. With like AI, millennials get that much. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. You're supposed to get. It's supposed to come to you at some point and say, "Hey, I have a great solution. You don't need food. I came up with a completely different solution that's better than food. You can do this." And you're like, "Oh, that's awesome." That's like the difference between AI and and robotics. Like robot, a robot will make you a sandwich. AI will be like, "Here's a here's something that's much better than a sandwich." Bam! And then Nailed it! Yeah, it'll just... be like, boom, I murdered you, and you become the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, if you were dead, you wouldn't need sandwiches. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the, that's yeah. the thing. Like, exactly. there have been plenty like... of that's the stories biggest fear. where AI is like, Oh, oh my god, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm copywriting this. Oh, no, I'm copywriting this. I am mother. The sandwich theory. This is it. I'm creating uh, the sandwich theory. That's it. The difference is that, yeah, AI would come to you and say, if you were dead, you would never need a sandwich. Therefore, that's it. Yeah. Bam. So, uh, okay. I might be drunk, but I'm also right. Talking about... Um, By the bad. way, I am, I am mother sucked. But, yes. I, I was yes, that no, was, like, was... like Wandering Earth, it sucked. But it had a... It was a good thought experiment in that mother... Ex Machina. I'm sorry. You can't use... Yeah, Ex Machina in a too. World, in a world where Ex Machina exists, you don't need to use I am mother as a reference. It's true. It's true. It was such a shit movie. It took like three other movies and combined them into a much worse movie. No, it it's true. But but like again, the 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 premise is AI, where it thinks that in order to benefit the human race, the best thing to do is to like kill off ninety nine percent of the human race. It's it's like Thanos. Yeah. In you know like oh. If I kill half of the the existence of the universe, like the other half will be able to live much more comfortably. So I'm doing a benefit. You, that's what Elon Musk is afraid of. Yeah. Anyway, so all this is really dark and depressing. So I think we should skip to uh, a different topic on this list: hummingbirds. I just feel like. <laughs> Damn it! I tried. The <laughs> patriarchy. Oh my god. Gets all the credit for bringing us to this point where we need to think about the bioethics of AI versus robotics and... Yes, the theory of, of uh, white old men ruining the world is very original. No one's, no one's ever said Hey, look, look, we're three white old talk men. Talk down to me, baby. We should agree with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, okay, so seriously, so... Okay, you want to talk about hummingbirds. Yeah, Kevin, you put hummingbirds on this. Because fake is... guacamole is also on this list. Wegmans. I did, wait, 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 You know on. what? Swallowtail butterflies, wait. vegetable forward diets. Does Elon Musk have a company to fight to against purpose. fake guacamole? Because I feel like he should, and that would be something that he I would I feel have. like with Elon Musk, well, if you tweet something completely random at him, he'll just start a company about it. Yeah. If you be like, Elon Musk, there's a shortage of avocados, and I love guacamole. Maybe you should maybe you should create synthetic guacamole AI, and it'll be like, oh, okay, done, and that's it. And then it'll slowly roll into his other companies where it's like Teslas can now make guacamole. That's I bet you're, wa- you're welcome, people, America. Yeah, exactly. Would buy Teslas for that. But anyway, well, the reason I wanted to switch to uh, to lighter topics is because uh, Kevin, you put a few very sort of like garden. Uh, nature-focused topics on here that I think are really, really good. And as I'm saying that, you're leaving and walking away. Yeah, speaking of, can we go to a break so I could use the upstairs bathroom? 
Uh, Are you not after a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, course? I was gonna say after what you've told me, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> In general, there's a too. red velvet ant you can shit all over. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so fair enough. My glass is empty. It looks like everybody's glass is empty. So we're gonna take a break right here, and we're gonna go refill. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the patriarchy. Fake guacamole eating hummingbirds and wait, what? Hummingbirds birds that eating eat fig, fig guacamole. Yeah, something along those That's lines. That's gotta be a company Elon Musk can start. Okay. All right. Robot hummingbirds. That. Okay, that's fine. Let's go get let's get refills and we'll be right back. So Skippy, what are you drinking now? Okay. Yeah. So drink. we all got refills, by the way. And um, okay. No, actually, I'm not gonna go. For, no, wait. No, I went last last time. So we'll start with me. Yeah. I am drinking a Manhattan at this point because I drank so much fucking Drambuie that I can I can taste Scotland. In the back of my throat. That's um, what he said. Literally what he said. And uh, so I made a Manhattan. I don't think I have to explain a Manhattan. People either know what it is or can look it up. Uh, however, I'm more interested in what you guys are drinking. Kevin and Jerry, you guys made something really creative. Are you drinking the same thing, by the way? I, no. um, oh, okay. So, so Kevin, what do you have since you started talking? I took the shaker from whatever um, Jerry made, used the shaker for without rinsing. <laughs> And I shook up some drambuie with ice and uh, honey simple syrup, and I shook it with ice and poured it in, and I'm also eating... Wait, 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 hold on a second. So that's drambuie. So we have this ice drambuie. Like potato chips. Nice. So you're, but you're drinking... <laughs> but you're drinking... It's dram- a vegetable. Oh, my God. So you're drinking drambuie, ice, and what else? No. I'm drinking jam- drambuie with honey simple syrup. Oh. And I shook it with ice. That's and interesting. And strained it out. All right. Well, that's pretty simple. And there's like lemon pulp residue from the shaker that oh. we made Jerry's drink with. Yeah, okay. So, Jerry, what are you drinking? You, you, um, that's quite a Oh, excuse me. That is quite a concoction you got there. Okay, yes. Um, in in <laughs> Kevin's honor, I am naming this a um, uh, Psy Quatipus. Because um, it has it, it has a lemon wedge. That's the you know like so. Imagine an octopus with one eye and four four tentacles, right? That's what Kevin uses as his his uh, um, uh, polo little icon. So it it it's made up. Of, I associate Kevin with 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 a fist up anus so i don't know what he's talking about yeah but he's trying to steer his brand oh he's, away see, oh, from he's that. trying to change oh yeah, he's, he's rebranding he's he's rebranding <gasps> kevin you're rebranding he is i'm yeah. so excited so say that oh nice yes. oh this is a this is a whole it, new better kevin it's it's fight teachers. the patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to do when you can it's when you teachers up your ass it's honey uh, syrup. Wait, teachers? Hun- yes, honey syrup. Honey syrup? The honey simple syrup. Honey simple syrup, yes. okay. The, uh, it's lemon juice and uh, the creme de violette. So that's the, the four tentacles of it. And it has a, <gasps> uh, a, lemon, a lemon wedge garnish. And that's, that's the one eye of, of the, the, so the you're drinking a, You're drinking a Kevin Hydra. Yes. No, Hydra's many necks, not a, never mind. Yeah. No, I like yours better. It's like so, that's, that's very nice. Yes. yes. Uh, it, Where it, did it, you get the recipe for this concoction? Uh, on the interwebs. 
But wait, so what is it called in the interwebs? You can't it just doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a name. What so. is it? How did you... Okay, what is it? I mean, there's got to be something for it. You can't just take somebody else's recipe and make it your own and name it something awesome. Do you which want you did. me to look at like foodnetwork.com or whatnot? I, the, dude, that's... I don't want to get sued. I looked this up, podcast is all I have. If they take this I away from me, I'm going to have to kill myself. For Kevin's purple drink, the the creme de violette. By the way, if you Google that, please leave safe search on. Go ahead. And and, and this was one of them with scotch. So this I was is, like, that's this awesome. is a scotch violet. That's a great name. Oh, it already that's has what a it's name. Called. It's called a scotch violet. Yes. So, mm. okay. Well, my Manhattan is so insignificant compared to this awesome thing you guys made that I'm just gonna. I, I bow keep, before your the, the, yes. the, like the amount of effort you put into that drink is amazing. I I, I thank Kevin for that. Now here's the important. You're welcome. Thing. Kevin opened up a whole new world to me. He a yes, flowery and, new world. Okay, with caterpillars on the flowers. Very nice. Yes, uh, it's a whole new Kevin. Uh, what? Uh, but is it, how does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I like it. Pretty good, but yes. not great. It's not like amazing. But it's highly enjoyable. Would you have another one? I would. Absolutely. Is the effort worth having another one? Sure. Really? Yeah. Are Especially we have if to... like the, the honey stuff is still made. Unless Kevin used all of it. And I drank it all. Make more. Uh, then fuck it. Yeah. All right. So we have to make honey. Wait. Does that mean we have to make honey from scratch? How do you make honey? I'm not. I can't. No. I'm it's. Not, it's. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fuck a plant and shit out honey. So how do we get more honey? Yeah. Wait, well, That's well, a topic. It's bees, the... man. Bees make honey. Plants don't make honey. Where, have, where the fuck um, alternate universe are you from? For the North next Carolina. podcast oh, that where we, we fuck, yeah, every, we fuck just about whatever we I can. I would like and, to do a and, podcast about bees so we can talk about honey then. That, you know what? Yeah, you that guys, is actually interesting. Yeah. Honestly, you guys should get like um, a, put a little uh, beehive outside. Yeah, well, I looked into that. that. That's no, actually very it's difficult. Not yeah, why is I literally, I actually, I wanted to put a beehive into my backyard. It is very difficult. Why? No, it's a lot of maintenance. Yes. Honey oh, bees okay. are, are work. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking yes. about like. Permits and stupid shit like well, that. Well, there's also that. You He's do, just lazy. Um, no, you no. actually do need permits. But you we, do. You're not. First of all, um, topic for a future episode: uh, HOAs. And oh my god, I can are. spend hours talking uh, about HOAs of all, and how much they are. We're not allowed any type of agricultural there's a whole other list animals. On the back of this paper. Such as bees, chickens, goats. Like our HOA forbids all of that. Any agricultural Wait, animals. Wait, bees period. are considered an agricultural. Oh, bees are absolutely absolutely an agricultural yeah. Well, I know that yes, animal. they are an agricultural animal. You're but also that not allowed to keep for, them. Like they count. I don't think the HOA would be cool with it if they found out. Now, how much attention they pay to your yard is a whole other thing. What the fuck? But. Um, HOAs are the worst. HOAs, the worst. The, HOAs like need to be destroyed. You know what your little mulcher thing or whatever the green thing that you have out there? What mulcher? is that? The, what is that? Is that composter? a mulcher or small, the composter. composter? Yes. That's black. Are you colorblind? But, uh, no, it doesn't be. make sense because you can't tell green and black apart. Some I HOAs don't It's a very it dark green, so... You it's know black. that has that, and it's it's off to the side. So I don't. Uh, do you think? Do you, maybe no, I'm just I, remembering I've read it wrong. Enough on bees that I know, with the number of garden projects we already have on our docket and You're other hobbies and pushing stuff. pushing it. Yeah, we're already pushing it, and I looked at like what it takes. Beekeepers go through is a lot. You have to control mites. You have to control diseases. 
you have to keep the colony like healthy and happy you have to make sure that they can get to flowers without being poisoned by nearby tobacco yeah. i can barely feed um, my cat on time okay yeah this is like raising a million cats now i just look remember, if like, someone's dedicated enough was... anybody can learn about beekeeping and if they're dedicated enough and know what they're getting into i think it's a great thing to get into that is certainly approachable, but it's not something we could do right yeah, now. Huh. No. It would be when cool if we in, could, but we, yeah, it's too much. When I was in Milwaukee, our next door neighbor had a beehive, and he was like, it's cool, you know? I put it, I built it, and bees oh, come, and I have Jesus it, Christ. and like, here's honey. And, and like, he had this thing for a few years, and it didn't seem He'll, like it took that much effort. If no. you give him a chance, he'll tell you about his fucking neighbors. He, one, of, he, one of his neighbors has a Tesla. Another one has a fucking boat that they go on a oh, lake on. I hear these stories so many times. Like, oh, so yesterday I was in my neighbor's Tesla. And, you know, we were just, you know, laughing about the poor's. And whatever, wow. yeah, and like all this, I I've heard so many. He he like he like uh, he wealth drops all the time. Okay, he so does. what's next on the list? Um, so it depends on what we want to talk about. I thought that, so before we went on break, I mentioned hummingbirds, and I thought that's a really nice topic because we're actually just talking about bees and things in our backyard, and uh, you know the first half of this went really dark. <laughs> I thought a hummingbird is actually an interesting thing because. Actually, they're cute and pretty. They are, and there's something so easy to get in your yard. And again, it's very different from anything else we talk about on this fucking podcast. But uh, simple syrup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kevin, you, you, okay. So let me say this, Kevin. You, you literally like go out of your way to, um, like, you did the research. You put things outside. You, um, like, try to draw as many of these things into your backyard. Why? What is the benefit of hummingbirds? They're deadly. They have literal... What the whoa, whoa. fuck, man? Well, I just told you about this going so dark. I'm trying to make and this easier. We're talking about neural links and masturbation. Are these things going to be pecking at my the planet, Fucking red velvet ants really eating my balls my while I temples? sleep. And you're here with hummingbirds that can kill you? What the... Wow. What is wrong with you? Why would you bring hummingbirds into your yard if they're deadly? Thank you for bringing me back to the patriarchy because oh, that was okay. intense. Um, <laughs> hummingbirds have are like nature are the killers of the avian world. They're they have like literal spears for beaks. They're assassins. No, they're so no, they're I'm, cool. I'm are they like they're bird snipers? Cool. No, they're uh, they, no, they're not killers uh, unless you're a spider or a bug or something. Oh, like so that. they just eat things. That's normal. That doesn't uh, make them killers. Like they're, they're beaks. Yes. Nature's blind assassin. That's like they're saying really that's like blind. that's like in Skippy. Oh yeah, he's a fucking cow killer because I ate a burger. I am a cow. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's accurate. You're a pig murderer. Well, oh, my they, God. I've killed can, so many things. They, they are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so blood everywhere. They're, they're, mm, delicious blood. They, they do combat with their beaks, but no, combat? they're Who just they really cool. Like jousting? Do they yeah. joust? Well, look at their beaks. beaks. What do you think? Wait, can we send that's them? That's cool. To... I want to see. Hummingbirds joust. Oh my god! That's not can even we the put, reason I like them. Can we put Neuralinks like into hummingbirds is... and send them off to war to kill our enemies? Oh they're... my god! Hummingbird drones. <gasps> they're like, like... ah, my neck. They're like. I can picture that. They're like the flying. <laughs> I would pay taxes to support that. They're like the iridescent flying marmacorns of your backyard. What the hell's a marmacorn? 
Stop a, making up words. I already I didn't told make you. It up. It's a real if we thing, can't have marmagasms, I don't duck, want marmacorns. Duck, duck, go it. They're a real thing. Is that like Marmot an alicorn only like, without wings? Or it's something? a fucking unicorn crossed with a mermaid, dumbass. Oh my god, I have Think such a movie it. right now. Read a book. Of course you Wait, do. Wait, did you say a mermaid mixed with a unicorn? Yeah. How would that even happen? Wait, what wouldn't kind that of be... Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. it make I more would... sense to have... Wait, does it have wings? Yeah, so... They're... Okay, okay. If it didn't have wings, then it would be a mermaid crossed with a narwhal. But, it's yeah. It's kind of like a mermaid crossed with that, a what unicorn is... crossed with a fairy or a pegasus What does that Tinder profile look like? Point. Oh, dude, you don't want to know. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, my God. So half horn can't fly. I've known know. about alicorns, but the more what the fuck is, is an alicorn? What the f- an yeah. alicorn is um is that an alicorn? It's a unicorn and a pegasus, so it's like a flying unicorn. Wait, a unicorn and a pegasus. Yeah, unicorn pegasus get busy. They have a baby um, with wings and a horn. So they're an alicorn. They're where an where alicorn. does that word even come from? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My well, daughter told me this. She's like, Dad, do you know what happens when a unicorn fucks a pegasus? You, you might want to monitor your Is daughter's that... web browsing habits. Yeah, no, she's cool. He's not a helicopter it doesn't parent. Sound like it's okay. It. That's right. I'm not a helicopter parent. It sounds like he just throws his she kids into mud in, and let them... She plays in the mud. Oh, she plays in the mud. Cool. How much of that mud did she eat? Probably a significant amount, which is Whatever why she has such a good Whatever wheel bug doesn't kill system. her makes her stronger. Yes, okay. exactly. So, well, uh, go back to the marmacorn now. I, I want to learn. I thought the... we were talking about hummingbirds. No, no, no. We went from hummingbirds to marmacorn. Can we attract I mar- mar- Wait, can I get marmacorns in my uh, backyard? That, that, That's be- that sounds so much better than a hummingbird. Marmalade with a unicorn. It's marmacorn, <laughs> asshole. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, here's the deal marmalade is so hard to make, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like I love you, wedding cake flavor? Marmalade. Don't get me started on my fucking wedding cake. I will. I know. No. No. I'm sorry. I brought it up. It it an hour laid with the wrong coke. <laughs> I wasn't there, so yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Shit, friend, you are. Uh-huh. So people hummingbirds and marmalade threw the wedding cake in the garbage because <laughs> so. Hummingbirds. What do you want to know about them? Do you know a photographer recently was taking pictures of hummingbirds as if they weren't magical enough and um, against like the sun and his photographs came out with a prismatic effect from their wings spreading. That's so cool. not only are they the myrmicorns of your backyard... Which that we still eat, don't know what I can't keep eat, track of all these which names. Which eat spiders really and mosquitoes and other things that can kill or maim you in the south. So, but when they spread their wings against the setting sun, it creates a scientific prismatic effect. So now... They make rainbows with their fucking tail feathers. What? I don't... Okay. First of all, there's way too many words being thrown around that I can't possibly keep track the, of. The photographer's name is Christian Spencer. I want to give him credit. Yeah. Why? What has he done for you? He, he photographed a diffraction effect with hummingbird feathers against the, the sun. That's it's called prism. winged prism, and it's only visible in the photographs. That's pretty cool. So definitely check out his work, because he also did a video documentary on hummingbirds and stuff. But So, okay, I'm now school me on this, and, and I might be just ignorant of it. Patriarchy. Now... <laughs> 
Uh, I thought that hummingbirds ate like sweet stuff like nectar and whatever like sugar water you put out. But uh, it seems like they also eat mosquitoes and um, other bugs. Apparently, so they kill terrorists. Is that is that accurate? Like, why not both? <laughs> no, no, no. And, and that, that's totally that seems very. Um, it seems like hummingbirds are kind of the omnivores of the bird kingdom. There, they eat both of it. Like they. Most like birds are omnivores. Yes, I know that. <laughs> but, um, they're the saying, omnivores of the thing that there are. <laughs> I th- no, yes. I thought they were like the vegans, the gluten-free <laughs> vegans of the the, the bird kingdom. <laughs> if it was, if it wasn't for their celiacs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but uh, I didn't know that. Thank you for schooling me. But I thought their their mouth apparatus was specifically made for nectar and drinking stuff and everything, like. Yeah, actually, I'm, no, but I'm actually no, the same no, way. No, no. They I also have, use it to stab spiders and other bugs. I didn't know that uh-huh. either. I assumed that because it looks like they shoot these little tongues out of their mouths yeah. and they yes, literally they drink split. nectar. I don't know if it's. I, I'm gonna make an ornithologist brain explode, but they're you're making you're making a thing with your hands, but this like is a podcast. The visual of that come work. out of the end and slurp up. So the they nectar, have to, so they're like their tongues like Japanese hentai tentacle wow. stuff now like <laughs> loaded. Um, <laughs> Wait, do they kill or fuck the spiders? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> like I said, myrmicorns. So they drink both insects for protein, nectar for energy. Um, it's kind of like you know. If you wanted to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why'd you point at me? What do you mean I know? If you wanted to... I don't have some weird sexual hummingbird fantasy. Bulk up and do some P90, you'd have some carbs first, and then you'd have some protein. Right? Is that mm-hmm. how it goes? That actually is very accurate. How do you so know? that's what how hummingbirds do, you know? do. They're the Wait. bodybuilders of the oh, avian kingdom. Oh, that's interesting. But I'm assuming... Family But here's the thing. I assume most animals know what kind of diet to consume before and after certain activities. Like, they know what they need for energy versus what they need to recover... After said activity, hummingbirds need like sustenance like every fifteen minutes or something, unless that's an internet myth. But yeah, they flap their wings so many times per second that they need that sugar to uh, sustain the energy it takes to get for their heart to. Oh no, it's their their heart beats really fast in addition to their wings flapping. So mm-hmm. they need the sugar it. to sustain their insanely fast heartbeats. Usually and the smaller the animal, the faster its heartbeat. Oh, be- I didn't know heartbeats. that, but now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, I heard that about mice. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh. what is it, the... Um... So me, so me, so Jerry and I are very short, so that means our heart beats very quickly. Yes. Versus like a normal person. Sure. Right? So... Anyway, hummingbirds... Oh, well, either that are... or every time Jerry walks into a room, my heart beats really fast. You could say it's a flutter. Um, hummingbirds. <laughs> Kevin's going to be a little bit sick, I think. So. Well, he just threw up a little bit in his mouth. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, what else would you like to know about hummingbirds? Um, I already learned so much. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what I could possibly learn. I feel like I need to be slowly walked through this. Because I think they're like really cute little birds that drank sugar water. You told me they're like literally deadly, like sorry, deadly ninja assassins. If you're a that are just like, a bug, hmm, then they're deadly. I could kill, or but I'm gonna drink some sugar water or instead. Or if you're a critter that pisses them off, then yes, they're deadly. Do they have any interesting mating habits? Because some birds 
do some crazy ass shit like mating oh. habits like, like they'll what? oh some birds oh, like yeah, have like, crazy dances and they they like didn't have John feathers Belushi make a movie where he talked wings. about how eagles mate midair back sorry I, I don't know but now like they'll the do patriarchy. dances and and like weird shit and like oh yeah the males do this dance thingy they just someone just um documented that some researcher just figured out like the males learn different fly dances for their mating habits Fucking for hummingbirds but that's <laughs> relatively new information always keeping the male hummingbird down yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how that works uh so yeah they have that i haven't looked into actual hummingbird copulation but i know that um, the I did read that the males kind of back off from feeding while the females and young while the females are raising the young, but they're very territorial. They go back to their the man feeders. cave and, and all hummingbirds are very nest. Ter- man territorial nest. Yeah. with the feeders though. Some people who get lots of hummingbirds have to put up a couple feeders so that they don't fight each other because they will fight each That's other. Interesting. See yeah. now, I put up one feeder and like a high speed camera and get like awesome fucking footage like slow motion footage of like hummingbird battles oh my god dude you know what you're the first person who thought oh, of that oh like the hummingbird battle royale yeah no one ever thought of doing that I'm no one sure. there's not a thousand videos on YouTube of exactly what the fuck you're well, talking I'm about well I'm sorry you know I haven't you know been what? like oh I got a good idea why don't you put a fucking vlog online no one's ever done that before <sighs> fuck you Skippy that's right anyway fuck you hard <laughs> fuck you rough but I feel like for our one listener, it's important to point out if you're thinking of getting into like hummingbird feeders, just um, get a real just, job like, and <laughs> reevaluate your life. You can't just fuck you. Fill that hummingbird, not you. you fuck, fuck you. Skippy. Fill that hummingbird. I, 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 like really bad imagery right now. In I my don't head. recommend just filling just that feathers. sucker up with sugar water. And then letting them drink it all up over the course of a month or two. Poor monster you, in there. You need to and you'll see those fuckers take it, off. You know, depending on the temperature, a couple times a week to every other day because. Okay, can, Kevin, I have a, I have a better idea. What do we, you, I feel like you, water. I feel like you need like a side podcast where you just describe things like you know attracting birds, bees, uh, gar- awesome. gardening. Yeah, Ted, seriously, maybe you should do right. your own podcast on the side. That explains all this. Kevin's or I could just bust outdoor. your balls about it. Yeah. yeah like, Kevin, you should fun. start, like, a whole outdoorsy thing. Yeah. yeah. Be pretty you awesome. Should. It's called My Backyard. Yeah. Kevin's Backyard. <laughs> once again, no. please, when you Google that, once again, please keep safe search on. Moving <laughs> on fake guacamole. Oh, yeah. This is an experiment. Yeah, it's like a little thing. It's an experiment that I tried. Okay, so for. Wait, like that time with the ball gag? Or. With the. (laughs) Yeah, the one time. What? (laughs) I don't learn my lesson easily. (laughs) So, okay, so really quick. So so I put this up on Twitter before. So I love. it's not even like guacamole. I love avocados. What I do, like, it's a vegetable smash. Yeah, it basically is just take guacamole and just beat the fuck out of it into this paste, and then you add a couple more things and you make this guacamole thing. Well, the problem is that like avocados are pretty expensive, and they're not readily available in some areas. So I found some recipe that says that you can basically take broccoli and use broccoli as an alternative to. Um, uh, to avocados, you can they make this like guacamole recipe. Very different things. They are very different things. So here's the whole problem, because 
if you make guacamole out of avocados, besides the fact that it's very tasty, it's also very healthy. It's good for you. Avocados are one of the best things you can eat. This recipe with broccoli has like five or six ingredients. Like for example, things like, I think you have to like add like mayo or something like that to it. I don't even remember oh. at this point. Mayo Are they only yeah. choosing broccoli because it's the same Or sour color? cream actually. That's like, oh, you don't have bananas? Use pineapple because yeah, it's, it's kind of yellow. Yeah, it's, it, that's the thing. It came out to one of those things. It's like, okay, here, you want to use broccoli? Good. You'll use broccoli, sour cream, semen, oil, and a bunch of other things that you have ready lying around, or I guess I do, and <laughs> you just sort of make this concoction, and it's the same thing as as, uh, as guacamole. The problem is that, A, it doesn't taste anything like guacamole. The second problem is it's not healthy for you because you've now ejected um, and ejaculated into it. <laughs> And the other thing is that it's also more – you're not really saving any money because you have so many more ingredients. So you have a thing that's – so more expensive, not as healthy, uh, and doesn't taste as good. So, yeah. Thanks for, for ruining guacamole, asshole. No, I'm not ruining guacamole. I'm saving guacamole. What I'm saying is don't look for alternatives. Guacamole is amazing. I happen to really love it. Or like avocado spread, whatever. I know it's a total millennial thing. But the point is, there is no alternative recipe for avocados. I'm sorry if avocados are too expensive for you. Just just swallow the cost so you don't have to swallow the semen that goes into the alternative recipe. Oh. And just make legitimate guacamole. I'm sorry. There is no replacement for fucking avocados. I tried Wait, it. So you fuck avocados too? Well, well, I guess you know the natural fat kind of acts as a lubricant. And do you have to take the big nut out of it first before you you before you bust it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it helps, I okay. guess. Anyway, this was this really really stupid minor topic. Don't find alternatives for avocados. There's no need for it. Just fucking buy avocados. Spend a couple extra bucks, and you're gonna have much more delicious results. Uh, that was the culinary segment of the podcast. What do we What do we want to move on next? Oh, I actually I know. Since we're talking about ejaculating into plants, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talk about that every podcast. Not even there is no. I was very surprised, Kevin. You mentioned uh, something interesting on here: <laughs> board games that actually wait, wait. I want to read this exactly. Board games that I can stay awake through. Yeah. Are so board games. Mean, no, 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 no. Because board games is something that we cover very often on this, and I feel really bad because Jerry and Kevin, you and just to a lesser degree, uh, start getting into board games, and you guys explain all the stuff like what's the big one called? Uh, Gloomhaven. Uh, like Gloomhaven, for example, and that other German. Um, Shiza board game that you play with your kids. Oh, uh, the um, what? Uh, Third in Texas. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, so the thing is like okay so first of all we talked about before that board games in general have had what I think is like a huge renaissance like I really do uh, it seems like for a while yeah, like vulgar needle point yeah yeah no mm-hmm. uh, board games definitely have made like a huge comeback and that's really really awesome because first of all board games are something that you know you gather around and you play with friends it's a very communal thing it's a very social thing but the other thing is that it's also very kind of like Tactile? Um, yes, thank you. It's a tactile and involving thing. It's not something on a screen. It's not something whatever. It's something you kind of like, yeah, you you interact with in a very, very cool way. So, but the problem is everybody has a certain uh, interest and limitation when it comes to board games. So, Kevin, when you mentioned board games that 
can keep you awake. I know there's only a certain kind of genre that you're interested in, and it's very easy for a person who, you know, who doesn't spend a lot of time playing it to kind of like just start, you know, pick up a new game they don't know a lot about, and within like a few minutes just be like, I don't give a shit about this. And the problem is when you start playing a new board game you're not very familiar with, when you start playing it, when you learn, by the time you learn the rules, by the time you actually play a couple of rounds, you all of a sudden realize, oh my god, this is so fucking not interesting, mm -hmm. and you stop caring about it, and you know, rules and process and everything else completely goes out the window. So when you say when you talk about board games that do quote unquote keep you awake and keep your interest, like what are you talking about? I mean, you just told me to write a list, so I just <laughs> <laughs> nice. wrote a list. Okay. Um, although Munchkin stands out. Okay. Um, yeah. Monopoly. Yes. I generally kick everyone's ass in Monopoly. And yes. That's all there is to it. Munchkin. Which is funny Rick because Morty Munchkin was pretty excellent. I, by the uh, way, I find this funny that you're actually so... You, I like squirrels, You hate the idea like, of capitalism, uh, but you're so good at Monopoly. Do you know about the history of Monopoly? Um, I do, but why don't you tell everybody? We actually because talked about I'm this. I'm not sure I have the facts straight on it, but I'll try no, to but you, No, but you know the general story. So was woman, Jerry, do you know the story of Monopoly? No, I don't think so. This is actually really it, interesting. What, the Monopoly was actually, back to the patriarchy, designed by a woman... God damn it. <laughs> ...who was trying to teach children about the evils of capitalism. It's and, the ultimate backfire. Um, her, you don't game, have to... her game failed... Um, no, her game did not fail. Well, her game didn't fail because, uh, was it Parker Brothers or something? Her game was actually over? very popular, which is why Parker Brothers bought it. And, and then they turned they it into, into a game yeah. that promotes capitalism. Right. And or made it into like a fun little us. whimsical thing. Yes. One of us. Yeah. Uh, and th that's how we got Monopoly. Um, yeah. But I think that's a pretty interesting <clears throat> thing, actually. See, now... It was either the Atlantic or the Guardian that wrote a story covering her. If you are interested in learning more about it, it was very interesting. But I've forgotten a lot. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten her name, which is terrible. It's okay. Facts are not important yeah. on this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. In uh, in um, in America, twenty nineteen facts don't matter. You can the say whatever. The men get all the credit anyway. So exactly, um, it's the Parker Brothers why does executives it if that I remember made her the. Name? Wait a minute. Patriarchy and Parker Brothers both start oh. with P. Wow, it's the Patriarchy Brothers. Oh now, shit. So now I what I've found or or I've like I, I see like people getting pigeonholing games. So I don't know. Now no, uh, okay, so well, I introduced it? Skippy to a new game this weekend and like I, I, I feel bad because I just wrecked him. Every game I just wrecked him. And, uh, you know, like, it, it, it's considered a board game, I guess, but it was like a card game. We we only played... I'm know, sorry, was, what was that, Recton? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Uh, I just destroyed you every game. The which Cthulhu game? The Cthulhu game, Tides of Madness. Right? Am I remembering that correctly? I think I won every game. Her uh, name was Elizabeth J. Phillips, <laughs> and she invented the Landlord's Game, which was the precursor to Monopoly, according to Wikipedia. That was an awesome uh, derailment of that. To illustrate the teachings of the progressive era economist, I don't know, Henry George. And Speak she up, was a Kevin. Georgist. I don't know what George is. Yeah, Kevin, are, if, so. if you want to make your point, you have to raise your voice yeah. a little bit. I'm not if you want to fight the patri if you want to fight the patriarchy, you, you really have to kind of speak up. But uh, so, uh, yeah. oh no, go on. That's all. Oh okay, but like so now there are like 
card games. They're like, and they're like card games like Magic the Gathering. There are card games like Tides of Madness that we were playing, which has like a total of like, I think 21 cards in the whole game. And that's all there is. And then there's card games like, you know, picking up a deck of 51 cards or 52 cards. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you know, so your, like the traditional card. Yeah, games. it's really hard to pigeon, like strip poker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, to like, you know, if someone says like, "Oh, it's a card game, it's a board game," it, it, I feel like there's a lot of wiggle room in there. So if I say to like Kevin, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" and they see me pull out a bunch of cards, they might mentally be like, "Oh, it's a card game. It's like Magic: The Gathering. I want nothing to do with it." So, like, where, like, at what point do you say, okay, I'm open to that, or this is going to put me to sleep? With so, maybe, okay, so maybe, well, maybe they shouldn't be called board games. They should be called tabletop games. That, so, that's a, that's a good suggestion. But, like, so, and, like, with my wife, personally, if I have to spend more than 7.5 seconds telling her the rules, she's not interested. Oh, well, that's because of the patriarchy. Oh, okay. But, like, I personally enjoy Euro games, which is usually more of an engine-building thing, something like Power Grid or um, Terraforming Mars or, uh, like, um, Caverna or something where you spend... It, it, the game takes, like, a couple of hours. I think but, you lost Kevin. The point at which, like, <laughs> to your question where... Um, my eyelids cover more than 50% of my pupil, which is happening right now. Like, that's where... Okay. Uh, just, so after two of minutes of explanation... See, it, when my eyelids are impeding my vision, and that's how I know. So for you, that's two minutes of explanation. From you. Oh, what about from whoa, whoa, wait. Oh, oh. from Skippy? I mean, uh, I don't, I, I don't think the burn unit is open at the local hospital. We're Sucks gonna, to be yeah, you. We're gonna have to take him there because, ouch. <sighs> Get the lotion. Gotcha. Because of the third degree. I anyway, like it when uh, Skippy talks about lotion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Back to fake guacamole. No, no. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, avocados. By the way, seriously, like they they totally work on that as well. If you want to, if you want to, the it's oily. I know that's why you made so many babies with them. Wow. Oh my god, how many avocados did I fuck? Anyway, I don't know, but I don't know how many babies house, you I have. Can see at least oh seven. yeah, yeah. Okay, so so a lot of people won't know. So just really quick, so I want to point out the fact that for some reason, um, I I have I have, I developed a weird thing for propagation. Where I like to take ex plants that we have and or like things that we buy like produce and actually like develop plants for that. So like we buy avocados and after we eat them or apparently fuck them, uh, we take the seeds and we try to grow avocado plants from that. Yeah, that's and like a millennial everything. trope. You're not unique. So you. I'm not them. saying I'm unique. I'm saying it's really good. I like the thing. It's not about. I enjoy the act of like instead of going to like a nursery or a, or a plant store and buying seeds or plants that are already developed. I like the idea of taking like a clipping or a seed or whatever and starting a plant from that. That to me is more interesting. You're recycling. 
Jerry's Clients. eyelids are like covering half his pupil right now. No, I think oh, I'm fine. Well, if, they took, if they made propagation to a really boring board game, he'd be all over it. Yeah, that's true. That's it's all true. It takes yeah. I, I'd, I'd totally be on Okay, that. so hold on. But we totally derailed from that. It's called your house. Um, so, <laughs> so here's, nice. So here's the thing. So, but you keep, okay, but you're the one who put this topic on the list, Kevin. Uh, talking about board games. You told like, me to make like, a list. I know, and you made a list, but and now you're paying the price. You've been so passionate, <laughs> but you've been so passionate about some of these topics, and I feel like you're kind of like copping out on this one. Yeah, that's like, oh, gasoline's on this list. Yeah, copping put out in my on car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Copping out on what? What am I copping out on? What kind of? Okay, I've tried to get you to play certain board games, and you're not interested. So, what kind of board games would keep you awake? What are you looking for? I can tell you right now the the kind of games that I'm interested in, but. What what are you like? What I told you, Munchkin's pretty good. Uh, Munchkin's Cards a- Against Humanity, which I know is a personal favorite. Oh, oh he doesn't out. like oh that. God. I'll get play the, that with you, Kevin. Get the I'll fuck out of here with Cards Against Humanity. That is that's crap. Why is cards it crap? Against, because Cards Against Humanity is the same joke over and over and over and over again. Oh, you it's mean like it's funny for the first couple of rounds, and then like I like I told Jerry earlier, it's haha, butt sex and Hitler. It's always so <laughs> like that was amazing. That was the same thing. What's that? Nothing. Oh, that that slipped out of accident. No, but it's the same thing. Everybody picks the same thing. Every, like, okay, you get a sentence. Like, it's kind of like a really repetitive game of Mad Libs. It's not funny after a couple of rounds. It's You're the just same playing thing. Playing with the wrong people. No, actually, that's the only reason why I've actually ever played it is because some of the people I play with are pretty funny because they kind of like expand on the cards that they pick. But in general, the cards are the same. It's just the same joke over and over and over again. It's not funny. Yeah, he, he doesn't a- need a game for that. He can just like run his mouth. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can talk and make myself laugh all the time. Man, I can't At least wait for the newer link. <laughs> All right, fine. So if we're not going to be covering board games, be, okay, because okay, I'm, what else? What other board games? No, what have, have so, we played that? Well, so I stayed awake through I am very fortunate in the fact that I am, I do love board games. I think yeah, yeah no, I'm very them. fortunate in the fact that I'm friends with somebody like like Jerry who has who's who tries out all these different kind of board games with other people, and then he introduces me to them, and then I either like them or hate them. Uh, but for like for example, like you mentioned, what's the name of the the Cthulhu Lovecraft game that you Tides mentioned? Ties of Madness. Okay, so Tides of Madness, it, Ties of Madness, excuse me, is a very simple game. It's literally like a small deck of cards and a couple of like tokens or uh, madness tokens. When he showed it to me, I was like, oh god, this is gonna be like this is this is this looks lame. Like it looks way too simple. Well, now you know the truth. No, I told him that. No, he, he when he laid out, I was like, oh, okay, but I will try them. The whole point is like, I like to be surprised. And then we played one round, and I was like, oh my god, this game is awesome. It's got really deep and several levels of strategy. Yeah, there's really great mechanics that are thrown into that game. One of the so one of the best things that the people can do with this games is that they they somehow figure out the relationships between all the different things that you can do in this game and all the different ways you can win and. They kind of almost okay. The simplicity of these games makes it almost more um, gives you more gives each player more an opportunity to explore different ways to win. So, for example, we played something like four games, right? And the first three, I destroyed Jerry. 
Like, I destroyed him. Really? Yeah. That's why you wanted no, Yeah. Like, this. I mean, he had to go upstairs You just wanted it documented cry. for all of history yeah. on the internet. No, I did him. cry no. in the shower he, for, like, a yeah, half an hour. He did. Like, he took, he took it really bad. Like, I mean, I had to, like, comfort him. And I was him. looking for red velvet ants or whatnot. Yeah, like, he was eating termites in our backyard. Yeah. So, and that's fine. And then in the last game... I thought I was ahead. I was winning. I was confident. I I was about to just dick slap him, right? I was totally like just in charge of the game. And then the last round came up and he not only he, okay, he not only beat me, he embarrassed me. Okay? Like it was the most demeaning, emasculating win ever. And it was awesome. It was just great. I, and and I think that's one of the thing. Honestly, I actually think that's one of the greatest things about some of these games. It's it's when you lose that you really appreciate this game, uh, uh, these games, because you realize that like the person that beat you didn't beat you because he rolled a dice and it rolled a seven versus you rolling a six. It's not because he happened to have like reached into a deck of cards and pulled out a queen when you pulled out a, a jack. It's the fact that like he had the strategy going along and he applied it and executed it throughout the game, and when he did the I gotcha thing at the end. It was awesome. Like it was great. Like I lost that game, but I but it was it was fantastic. Like I had a huge smile on my face going when I realized it when it hit me that I was beaten. It was great. It was really really awesome. Yeah, because I think that's a- what makes a really great fucking game. When all of a sudden when you're like, "Oh, I got this. I got the strategy. This dumb motherfucker, he doesn't even know what's about to hit him. I got this, this, this and this." And then he like flips over a card and you go, "Oh no, he's been planning this for like three or four rounds oh no there's no coming back for this that's fantastic that's great that means the game has so much depth and so much thought that has gone into it before we even began playing it it makes it it makes it really rewarding losing the game makes it rewarding that's to me what makes a great board game wow that's really deep so what you're saying is you have a fetish for feeling intellectually inferior, and that's why you married your wife. Well, no. What? Is she a dominatrix? Because oh that would God. be totally hot. We're talking... Is this a different topic on this list that I didn't see? Uh, She's that's bringing it around to the okay. dominatrix from the begin- the first half of the episode. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. But anyway, but, but you're talking about games that make you that make you stay awake. For me, it's not even... Someone made a Jackson Pollock in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm okay. going to need you to go take care of that. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm going to get them up. You clean that. Nice, I will. But anyway... And then you're going to pay me. To me, that's what makes a great game. For the... to, to me, no, it's I... it's the process of playing the game. It's 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 Even if you lose, you feel like you just went through this whole thing, and it's very rewarding. I agree, and yeah. it's not... Linear. It's not about winning. It's about playing the game, basically. Like, right. That's the way I can describe it. Right, yeah. but you're, you're also saying it's not just like, I need to get the most... Of the most widgets to win, it's I can go this path or I could go that path. Yes, exactly. Or you know what, I could throw the game and I'm not going to to necessarily win, but I'm going to take out my opponent. Yeah, and, you exactly. know, it's the, like uh, it's it's, a, it's a, everything's about strategy, right? And the it's rarely like it's greatly rewarding when you come across a strategy, whether it's your own or the person you're playing with, when it's something you. It's something new and original. And if it's somebody who defeats you and you didn't see it coming, it's like, holy shit, like, I never thought of that. That's really fucking brilliant. It takes it, it just takes it to, like, another level for me, basically. That, those are the games that, that, that make it interesting for me. 
Okay, so those are board games that you can stay awake through. That's nice. We <laughs> asked you about <laughs> board games you that you discussed. You were like, oh, can we go back to the fake avocado? Well, I told you, Munchkin, Cards Against this, Humanity. Th- by the way, I just want to point out, this right here is why the patriarchy always wins. I'm pretty good at Trivial Pursuit, but I don't think you guys like that. Trivial Pursuit? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Is it? That, that's adorable. Okay, so... Go clean my bathroom, bitch. <laughs> nice. Okay, so there's one more topic I want to talk about before, we, and I think at this point we have to wrap up. Because even though this, this thing... Were we like, at, like, four hours now? No, 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 no. We're at our typical time, actually. But I did... <laughs> Three. Yeah, yeah. So this is a topic that actually we touched upon. Uh, by the way, everything we talked about, just stop. Clean cut. Like, we're starting to leave on a whole new path. I am personally considering about buying an electric car, okay? <sighs> Wow. What's the matter, Kevin? You you have something against the uh, the environment? Yeah, Kevin. No, I'm just going to be hearing about this till Kingdom Come. Ah, uh, it's funny because you said uh, come. Anyway, so <laughs> the thing is, but, okay, so here's the thing. Electric cars are becoming, they're way, 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 way far from becoming mainstream. So far, the electric cars, and I'm not talking about just Teslas, I'm talking about other electric cars they're they're way from they're really really far from uh being like the dominant vehicle that people buy um uh, <laughs> there's nice um so they're they're pretty popular and people are you know people are purchasing them and they're doing really well the purchase of electric cars is like a fraction of um of combustion cars but i for some reason there's this weird thing that bothers me about this and that has to do with etiquette of electric cars right so right now when you drive to your friend's house or, you know, your uh, family's house or whatever the case happens to be, let's just use friends as an example in this case. You get to your friend's house, you get out of your car, you walk into their house, you hang out, you do your thing. When the night is done, you get back in your car and you drive home, right? So when you have an electric car, you're faced with a comp- uh, sort of a different challenge. Range on these things is not as great and for the most part, when you have an electric car, one of the things you kind of want to consider is, hey, where can I plug in next? So when you drive to uh, uh, the home of one of your friends, you might want to, you know, be like, hey, you know, I, can I plug in my car while I'm here so that I have enough juice in my vehicle to get home? Now, the etiquette of that, for some reason, is really interesting to me because at some point, more and more people are gonna have electric cars. So what's gonna happen when you get to you to your friend's house? Are you gonna walk in and just kind of say like, hey, uh, which outlet can I use to plug my car in? And is your friend gonna then be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not gonna recharge your fucking car while you're at my house. And I wanted to kind of really quick, quickly touch on all those, like all the little social etiquette things that come along with that. But like, uh, uh- and, and I totally see that, but how often do you foresee that happening? Like, how often are you going to be that far from your friend that you're going to need that kind of top-off where you can't make it home? And now, like, is it going to be like, oh, God, Skippy's here. He has to go home with a full battery. I know he lives 10 miles away or 15 miles away, but he needs to top off to you know because he can't make it that 10 miles home okay so let me ask that question so for example one of the cars i'm considering is a nissan leaf okay so if you buy a new nissan leaf uh 
the range is pretty significant. But if you're somebody who's in the used car market, you're gonna buy a used one where the range could be anywhere between 70 to as little as 40 fucking miles, okay? I have friends that live 30, 40 miles away, for example, okay? You have friends that live a lot further than that, but you never visit them. No, because those friends are fucking garbage. I wouldn't waste the electricity or the gas to visit these people, yeah, okay? Yeah, Right, yeah. I mean, you know where I'm coming from. I do mean, they have calendars? Huh? They do. They also have mirrors. Go look oh, at one. Okay. So, what I'm saying is that... Um, it's it's more it's it's more like a uh, like a precaution thing. Uh, whether people want to admit or deny it, range anxiety is still like a real thing when it comes to electric cars. So if I drive to a friend's house, and let's say it's okay, for example, okay, let's say it's somebody who's not that far, right? It it doesn't matter um, if the range of my car is eighty miles and somebody lives like thirty miles away. Is it going to be normal to get to their house and say, hey, while I'm here, can I just charge up my car? And how is that going to be different from you coming into the person's house and saying, hey, my cell phone is dying. Can I, plug, can I plug my cell phone in? Hey, you know, like any number of things. So we started this whole conversation about it, and we were trying to sort of figure out, again, like where the difference between the consumption of your friend's, friend's resources, at, at which point do they become okay, at which point do they become intrusive, at which point do they become rude. Right I don't now, know, maybe when they drink all your Prosecco. Wow, what fucking wow. asshole would do that? Holy shit! No, wow. but that's that's perfectly. Kevin just dropped the call. No, that no, but that's the one of the things we talked about. Right. When your friend comes to your house and drinks all your beer, are you gonna be like, dude, you owe me like fifteen bucks for all the beer you drank? You're not gonna say that. Yeah. So why is that different when he wants a dollar of electricity it's from your perception. house? It's perception. It's perception. You yes, get absolutely. an electric bill. And you're like, oh, you know, like, I remember my father. Ah, but you get, a, cr- ah, no, no, you no, get no. a credit card bill, though. For yeah, your, no, for no, no. I understand that. But, uh, again, it's just perception. You know, I remember my father yelling at us because we were wasting electricity by keeping the back door open when the air conditioning was on or, or holding the, the refrigerator door open for too long. But, like, if you're like, hey, man, you want a beer? You know, yeah. like, that you don't think of as having any kind of real underlying cost it's, it's a social sharing you're sharing a beer with your friend it, you probably don't think of like hey man you want a couple of bucks of electricity while you know plugging your car in for an hour is going to cost less than the a beer right it's it's just a different perception and like to your point i think there's um some uh you know, there's going to have to be a period where society adjusts to that. But, um, well, like, I wonder if, it, okay, so let's think of it this way, right? Let's say, for example, it has to be with the choices that we make, right? So, for example, you have a gas powered vehicle, right? So, let's oh, say, oh, and that makes me a bad person. Is well, that what you're saying? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Just check. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. So, let's say, for, <laughs> let's say, okay, so you have a gas powered car and you're like, well, you know what? I have a gas powered car and, uh, that's the car that I have f- for whatever reason, right? So every once in a while, I have to drive to a gas station. I have to I have to put a full of gas, right? And not only is that an inconvenience, but there's also a cost associated with it. So then, you know, then somebody comes to your house and say, hey, can I plug my car into it? And you're like, well, no. No, you decided to buy an electric car. That's your decision. That's... That you know, you want an electric car, you fucking deal with it. Right. Kind of I, like, I don't come yeah, I don't come to your house and say, Hey, can I borrow a couple of bucks to go get gas every every fucking right. time I visit your house? 
why the hell are you sipping my electricity, right? But at the end of the, but but the problem is that electricity is way cheaper than gas, and if you look at it this way, one of the points that I made before uh, off the record was, uh, it's a electricity is a utility. Somebody comes to your house and flushes your toilet. Are you gonna jump in there and go whoa 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 whoa? You use my water. Yeah. You but- now owe me. X amount of money because you used the water. Same thing with electricity, though. Yeah, no, because there you're talking about using like two tenths of a cent worth of water compared to like two bucks worth of electricity. But then you yes, getting... they're both utilities, but you're talking about like an order or two of magnitude difference in price. Granted, it's still two bucks, but I mean. But then you're talking about cost of consumption, and once again, you're back into your example. If somebody comes to your house and it's like, "Hey, can I get a beer?" and you're like, "Yeah, well, that beer co- is going to cost more than the amount of electricity you're going to get right. from the house." So it's perception too. Yeah, but it's I feel like that perception needs to like we need to make that adjustment as soon as possible because I don't think the companies uh, that control the shit are going to make it for us. I fear that if there's some weird prevalent uh, opinion on the internet with people like plugging your car into your house while they happen to be visiting you, then some what's going to happen is that some company is just going to make some dumbass fucking app or stupid fucking service that's going to try to monetize that in some way. And you brought up some examples. You said, oh, okay. So we, what's possible is that maybe you have an app that connects to your car, and when you plug it into a friend's house, that app figures out how much electricity you've used while being plugged into your friend's house. And when you come home, it somehow transfer, transfers that cost to your electric bill, right? Right. Right. Well, who benefits from that except from that fucking company? Or you just, like, don't waste time out of your short life with people who you don't, like, spending time with enough to give them a few dollars worth of electricity well that's what that's my approach i think that's the way it should go i just push everyone away who isn't an avian myrmicorn of the sky and i sit i'm more of an albacore person i'm sorry and Wait, eat that's a, my genuine that avocado okay. guacamole and watch the flying Hummingbird prisms and live my life, and I don't have to worry about any. No, of those yeah. things cost so much more no, than to refuel my car, though. That's really, a good point, though, don't. because what? then you're like, oh, every time Skippy comes here, he's like, hey man, can I like get some of your electricity and uh, like drink your prosecco? No, no, exactly. <laughs> like, I think if that happens, you're really like, into yeah, like, your thanks for the I guilt trip. Like a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> if it happens, like. Now and then, that might be one thing, but after like every time, it's like, okay, this guy's just a mooch. You're talking about the friend that comes over like once a week to do that? Yeah, exactly. I don't have friends like that. It's wonderful. Yeah. No, but but that's, but hold on. But that's the thing. First of all, I'm not talking about the friends that literally stop by on the way home from work every day and like, hey, hey, uh, I'm just here to uh, use your bathroom. Let me plug my car in. I'm talking about people that like you see once in a while. They're like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm here for your birthday or right. whatever the fuck." Hey, I'm in my driveway. Do you mind if I if I if I plug my car in? Right. 
Which is... And by the way, you're then running into another thing, because then, like, let's say... You have um, five people. Who yeah, let's say like exactly. tw- yeah, let's say like That's twenty friends like. show up and they're like, "Hey, yeah, where do I?" It's one person. Yeah. It's no big really deal. It's need. five people. It's a problem. Yeah, but here's the problem: all those twenty people are still gonna use your bathroom, drink your beer, and do all that. They're still gonna be costing you. Yeah, it's called hosting money, a party. Money. It takes. It costs money. So my question is: at what point does ho- is hosting people at your house going to in- involve and be acceptable, where they can literally plug their fucking vehicles into your house. The, uh, I mean, anytime you host a party, some people are going to try to see what they can get out of it and other people are yeah. just there to hang out. The problem just, is... Oh, no, no, I don't, no, I'm not talking about leech. I'm not talking about people who are leeching off you. I mean, as a perfectly sensible thing. Like, hey, man, I just drove 40 miles to be at your party. My car is like 30 miles of range left. Can I... I'm just, I just plugged in because I need to get the fuck home. Uh, you're going to be like, whoa, 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 okay. Uh, here's my, you know... Here's my Venmo account. Send me yeah. the money when you're done. Or you can be like, yeah, man, whatever. I think you're overthinking this. I no, think the, no, 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 no. This is going to be a legitimate... No, I guarantee it's, it's, it's going to be a true, legitimate fucking problem. But the problem is he's asking... This equation he's asking us to solve for X. Meanwhile, the variables involved is X, you know, W, X, Y, and Z. I mean, what happens if, like, you think, oh, he's got solar panels on his house or in his backyard, so he's not really paying for his electricity. So well, legitimately, that person may not care. Right, but what you know, there's might. so many different so, you know, variables. They might, you know, like yeah, what happens might, if yeah. you're like, oh, this, you know, you're pulling um, stuff off my power wall, you know, my battery. And, you know, because it's nighttime and I'm trying not to use electricity off the grid, now it's nighttime and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm running my whole house off of my battery. It's, it's going yeah. to become, like, it's, uh, it's a great question, but I think there's so many moving parts to it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to just answer that. I promise you, within five years, that's going to be a legitimate problem with with fact. Okay, let's say, and you know what? I hope it is. I hope that it is because I need more excuses to not hang out with people. I know, but I'm, (laughs) but I. I love you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Like we, we're right there. That's That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Get me an electric car, baby. Uh huh. I'm sorry, I can't come to your I feel like party because like then I'd have to plug my car into your mm. house and oh my gosh my you like have to save for their college I'm only sorry. has 40 miles range and yeah. you're like 19 miles sucks to be me I'm just gonna stay here sipping my guacamole hanging out yeah. with my birds exactly oh fuck you know what maybe I will come cause some dickhead just drank all my Prosecco wait so, yeah. wait, so my future is staying at home eating fake avocado recipe based foods drinking watching purple prosecco okay so basically i'm gonna buy a combustion fucking powered car does that, that answer good. your question no have you made a decision it's not a question i just saying in a few years this is going to be a legitimate problem I thank you for establishing you that no. mr obvious <laughs> wow. wow holy shit okay i mean fair enough i mean you're not wrong thanks for cooling off the room kevin my okay the, the thing is, like, service. okay, like I legitimately have friends that live uh, within, you know... Uh, Whoa, say, dial it back there. What? I have, friends that, I have friends that have live... Friends? <laughs> I have friends that are alive. Well, there's your problem right there. <laughs> I'm not talking about the puppets that I'm going to whip out in a minute. <laughs> but, no, but, okay, 
And, okay, how about this? Okay, let's say it's not even friends that live within, like, a range-killing uh, distance from you, okay? Let's say it just becomes a normal thing. Like, I've arrived at my friend's house. I plug... I'm going to plug my car in. See, I don't think, like, normal use is would be something that you would think of. Like, you know, I... It's a convenience thing, though. Why wouldn't you plug your car? Like, here, I am parked next to an outlet. Why the fuck wouldn't I, par- wouldn't yeah, I plug my no, car in? Yeah, no, I think just normal use, that's like, hey, do you have any uh, gas in your, you know, can I top off? I don't uh... think, unless it was absolutely useful, like, needed, that it would become commonplace until a significant time further where maybe that utility was almost zero cost because it's of never going to be zero cost because companies are going to take advantage of that and like i said my fear is that some company or companies are going to figure that thing out or going to take advantage of that dilemma before we all figure it out and they're literally going to find a way to make money of it and i don't want that to happen because in my perfect scenario if you were to ask me like how this should happen. work I think it should completely be a completely open thing. You pull up to your friend's house, you plug your car in. That's it. It's going to cost them a dollar, maybe two, and that's it. And you know what? If you have a party at your house, if you have like a few people that plug in, guess what? You only have so many fucking outlets outside your house. Only so many people are going to plug in. Plus, there's going to be some people who are like self-conscious, like, oh, I don't want to appear like I'm cheap or a leecher. They're not going to plug in. So, you know, it's What not- if fucking Kevin comes and brings a, a, a power strip? He's like, oh, don't worry. I got a power strip. A power strip to plug your car in? You're going to start a fucking fire. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. Also, well, Kevin, Kevin doesn't want to come to your party. He has better things to yeah. do. Right. Or what's going to happen is that people are going to stop putting outlets outside. They're going to basically be like, they're going to put like weird little caps on their outdoor outlets. You're going to walk up to them and be like, oh, I don't know how to take this thing off. I don't feel like asking them. I'm just going to fucking go inside. And that's, you know, what? that's an interesting idea. What if like some random person at your neighbor's house whips out an extension cord and plugs it into one of your outside outlets. Wait, wait, wait. If somebody plugs into an extension cord... Well, that's just like siphoning gas out of your yeah. right, you know? Yeah. I mean, how... That that means, ha- but you know that they're stealing Wi-Fi from your neighbor. Like, you're going to do on, that. I you mean, know someone's going to do that. Some, like, yeah. white, you know, like, white trash <laughs> person down south. That's an outlier. Oh, you said out south? Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's going to happen no matter what. I, I think, like I said, I think the easiest way to keep like shitty companies from just benefiting or taking advantage of people and making money off this is just just be a fucking good human being. If your friend is at your house, just let him plug your fucking car in and that's it. Because when you, hopefully someday you'll buy an electric car and you'll drive to their house and you'll be able to plug your car in. Or if you don't have an electric car, when you go to their house... They're going to, like, feed you and give you, you know, a beer or something like that, which will more than cover any kind of... Exhaust. It's what it's going to be, like, a social cost, whatever you want to call it. Did it really take you all that to get here? No, it's not about me Captain getting obvious. The journey it's is not, not no. to arrive. The real gift was the friends we made all along. No, what I'm <laughs> saying is that it's not, it's not a solution for me. I know what my answer is, okay? If some asshole... 
I don't know. Let's. I can't think of a Are name. Are you trying to? Let's just. Let's just. Let's. Yeah, yeah. Let's just. Let's just. Let's just name him. Let's just name him Jerry. Whatever. If some asshole named Jerry pulls into my house, I wouldn't even fucking check on him. I would assume that he pulls his shitty fucking car up to my driveway, plugs it in, comes into my house, and we hang out and do our thing. When he's when we're done, he unplugs and drives home. I w- I wouldn't. It wouldn't matter to me. I just hope that other people come to the same conclusion. And I'm afraid they won't. I'm afraid that some company is going to come in and say, do you have leachy friends that come to your house and steal your electricity? Well, here's how you block them. You know, just pay us $50 a month and we'll make sure that none of your shitty friends get your electricity. That sounds like a them problem. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I don't want to have, but I don't want to deal with that shit when I go to my shitty friend's house. Then don't go to your shitty friend's house. All right. Well, you heard her, Jerry. This is, this friendship's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Skippy? You drive to my house and I'll let you plug in. Oh my God. No one wants to go to your house. Anyway. Okay. Is there any more topics <laughs> we want to cover before we want to, before we wrap up this episode? Well, Kevin, you spent a lot of time and effort putting together this wonderful list of things that nobody wants to talk about. Is Are there, we up to 16 pages? Um, yeah, this, this is a lot. No, this is great. This is awesome. Um, don't but, touch it. Oh, oh, oh. But I'd yeah, like to touch it. But, but I don't think we have enough time to get to it today. We might have, if this is like episode 9.1, uh, we might have an like episode 9.2. 9. <laughs> nice. Yeah, on the Richter scale. So is there anything else that you guys want to cover before we call it a night? Because... You know, it's been a nice long episode, and I feel we've given our listeners exactly what they wanted. Listeners, plural. Yes. Yeah. Really? No. I mix. Oh. Yeah. Anything else we, we want to cover, or do we want to save it for the next episode, possibly for the epic episode ten? Ooh. No, I'm good. No, Kevin, you're good. I'm I good. think Kevin's good. Jerry, you good? Uh, I have chicken calling me, so I'm good. Okay, so Jerry's hallucinating and is losing his fucking mind. Possibly from whatever that purple shit he's been drinking for the last hour and a half. That's good. So, uh, Kevin, you know how this goes. We end every episode with like a closing thought, something we want to give to the listeners, something something motivational, something we want to think about, something we want them to really take away from this, you know, amazing conversation that we have um, on a regular basis. Uh, but I'm going to give you a minute to think about it. Jerry, what would you like to say to the listeners? I'm going to say, Skippy, you could plug into my outlet anytime. I am buying a combustion engine. Kevin, anything you want to say to the listeners? Um, something to make them feel good. Something they can they can they can really sort of wrap around themselves, make themselves warm in whatever cold, shitty environment they live in. Stop wasting time with your lychee friends. Myrmicorns are people too. That none of that is that accurate. Touched me. Yeah, that, but, but that touched not, me. Myrmicorns are literally not people though. Oh well, I'm sorry. That's your closing statement, so I I can't take away from that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought that was Fuck really you, good. Fuck you, Skippy. Okay, I think that's that, my closing statement. I, I, think that, I think that's a very good one. Nice. Very well done. I actually don't really have a good closing statement. I just want to say that... Hypocrite. I, yeah, no, I am, I am a disgusting piece of shit. All I want... No, what I want to say is I think... Is that, that your closing statement? No, You're I think... You're a disgusting the, piece of shit? Closing, Thank you, everyone. Sure we'll see you next episode. Well. Wait, wait, wait. It has a part B. Oh. I think the part B relates to the, the last topic that we talked about. Just be a good person. Don't overthink this stuff. Just be a goddamn human being. That, that, that's all there's to it. 
Yeah. Not a marmacorn. That's yeah. what you're saying? Yes. Mar- you have a thing against Mar- marmacorns. are not people. I will not accept marmacorns in this fucking world. But marmacorns, they're should better not, than people. Marmacorns should not be allowed to get married, nor do they should have human you rights. racist motherfucker. We're going to end the episode right here, and we're. I promise we're going to come up with something something a little different and hopefully created for episode 10. Uh, but while we're working on that, we don't know how long it's going to pass. So for now, enjoy this wonderful episode, and we hopefully will see everybody in the next one. Yes? Uh, I hope so. Yes? All Did, one of you. Kevin, can we can we uh, count on you to be back in the next episode? Maybe. Oh. Can I plug in? <laughs> <laughs> This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios.